0: Hello and welcome to Plant Valorant episode forty eight. It's the regular crew, mm-hmm. but everyone apart from Avast had some pretty pretty decent accomplishments this week. Mm. <laughs> I don't I don't mean to single out Avast as just mm. the sole person yeah. who did nothing uh-huh. all week long.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep.
0: It's kinda yeah. how it feels like though. Did did you place third in a Valorant tournament, Avast?
1: Uh, I did not. No, I did not. But instead, I uh, stopped a dog from dying after she ate like five pounds of chocolate in my okay. room. So right. you know, mm-hmm. you know what? Now you're feeling bad, aren't you? Yeah. Now you're feeling bad. Yeah. Right? yeah well, you, you, you idiot. And yeah. guess what? She probably wouldn't have died from the chocolate anyways. It was in fact more likely going to be the wrappers that she consumed like eight <laughs> tons of plastic with it too. Oh wow. So now the you rappers. feel stupid for believing that was the reason. You feel dumb <laughs> and stupid.
0: <laughs> I do. I do right. feel dumb and stupid every time I talk to you. You you, <laughs> you erase brain cells from my mind. I, I want to give a shout out to Bala as well for just hard carrying mm. us with his IGL in the entire time. If you weren't, it, it, listen, I can understand if you weren't following the escapades of the Placha Valorant crew as we cruise through a tournament with Vansilli, but... You you got to take a look at some of the clips that Bala was putting out here. He it actually embodied by the spirit of Shazam. His open on split was a masterpiece.
2: Yeah, I kind of I kind of pooped on everybody on split, uh, but all of you guys carried the, the other maps. So because I was eye gelling, true. I was kind of we. Everybody kind of popped, and for a bunch of plot players, you know, it's kind of crazy that we dominated that hard.
3: <laughs> yeah it's not p- bad yeah
1: it was yeah it was pretty nice what and were the average know, rankings of the tournament were
3: there oh, was it we was were there's. N- i mean our team our average average team yeah
0: really we, yeah. yeah we went five and two with easily the lowest ranked rating average of any of the teams uh,
3: yeah you me <laughs> and bren dragged that to the fucking basement plat yeah. <laughs> one by the way right now <laughs> not, not wow, really particularly well, That's just it's Sean. early in the season. Just just give it a couple more weeks, this guy's going to be the best <laughs> astron and Radiant.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what might help me get there? The new agent. Apparently, it's been leaked. What a sec. This, this is why they pay this guy sick.
3: big money. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, the new agent KO, which uh-huh. I'm really dumb. When someone showed me this to begin with, I thought it was okay backwards. And so I was like, oh, it's a play on like... <laughs> And unlike the the phrase uh, the the word okay I guess, like I it's like that's
3: like there's a double it could be an anagram double, for it in, yeah but I mean it, meaning type it clearly role. isn't is it well, it's well, no, ko it's like KO, knockout like, yeah yeah yes.
0: so I'm just I'm just dumb I'm a sponge for a brain have it's you all seen three no what sorry it
2: could be all three why couldn't it be all three yeah be, you could be all three it could be okay
0: it could I think you're being too generous there though. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's got a cool look to it. This is our yeah. first non-human agent as well. I think some of the pros were saying it's like one of the, uh, training bots decided to go rogue.
4: <laughs> oh <my> god. Hi, <laughs> robot?
2: Omen is an old, old octopus, so that's not true. Ah. Mm.
0: Uh, true, true. The only geez. non, uh... Animal biological, non
1: biological creature, yes,
0: there you go. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah non, yeah, I think that's worse. This is what I
2: imagine a vast would main. This is like, yeah. <laughs> what I imagine him as. Well, the,
1: the thing is, if it has the name KO, I hope it's a melee only agent. I hope it's I... just Mike Tyson's okay. punch out. Well, and then it walks around just punching people
3: in the image on screen. They're holding a gun, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, the only but he only buys it. To butts, hit, really? You, you, you uh, rifle, but only yeah. you only rifle. <laughs> That's so, how they nerfed the judge. You just have yeah. to melee with this <laughs> It agent. becomes a melee weapon. Is it, it no pow- longer has pellets. It looks like it's powered by
0: radionite or something. Do you think that's <laughs> going to be the law? Is it, I, I do actually want to ask you, what are your hot takes for like the background of this agent? Where where's it come from? What If you're writing the story, oh, where, well, what okay. is KO? I mean,
3: not even a hot take, but obviously it's Killjoy was creating a robot to defend the something, but then, oh no, <laughs> the, she cut the wrong wire and it's going wrong. Rogue. I mean that is right. obviously
1: Defend this something cut the <laughs> yeah. wrong wire yeah and it's gone rogue yeah
3: like or what no is... she she invented a Yeah, the she invented a robot the intention was he could defuse the spike very quickly ah but instead instead what he I mean he I don't is know the defuses spike. her utility because I guess that's what she actually does Ooh, he, I mean they see, do. That's... That's, genderless robot diffuses the okay because uh, that's what it, th- the leak is. That it's like a counter to Killjoy's utility in some way, but presumably yeah. it's all utility that could be placed. Yeah, there not is- just. Specifically, Killjoy. That would be that would be an silly. Odd design choice if they introduce an agent who could counter one agent's <laughs> utility. <It's laughs> and just... also, you can't see what the enemy team is playing before a game, <laughs> so you were just hoping that they pick Killjoy. Yeah, wouldn't really make sense, right? No,
0: that makes <laughs> no sense. Uh, there is there are a series of images um, that have been leaked of Ko in game. And they hint towards some of the abilities as well. Um, There's a series of three images, one in which K.O. is fighting a Yoru who is flashed, which is leading people to believe that K.O. themselves has a flash, that it wasn't just a screenshot of Yoru self flashing.
3: Was okay. so able to... Deflect flashbangs? Yeah, there's like some kind of deflection mechanic or some type Ooh. of... You know what I mean? Okay. That would be cool, actually, because he'd,
1: he'd be purely like... It could be the first like purely anti-flash type of agent as well.
2: Yeah. Okay, but isn't, what he the an ideator, initiator? isn't it like leaked that he's fully an initiator? Because then that. Oh, that would sense. be interesting. I
0: mean, well, here's here's the uh, screenshot which has got people believing that he's got some anti-utility abilities right. because you can see him here taking a fight. There appears to be some kind of pink aura around him. I'm guessing that's like an AoE. Marking, but yeah. that could actually be—I mean, that could literally just be an astral wall that he's disabling. i, I can't tell what the fuck is going oh, on. Oh shit! Yeah, you might be right about. I, I literally that. That don't does know. Look like an
3: astral wall, although
2: but, it but, kind of feels like the angles are wrong for that. Exactly, but, it feels like but, it's but, curved, but right?
3: The, but the but 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 the Killjoy utility is stunned, and that's the important. And the thing. Killjoy is right yeah. there. Yeah. So Which clearly, it could disable be stunned, something. Be yeah. But it is. Mm-hmm. So we don't know I mean, whether that it's would a be pulse. super powerful.
1: As an initiator, right? If you had an AoE like like EMP type of shit where you could walk into a site and all the util would be like stunned for a short period of time, because that would actually kind of roll like the sentinels. Like it's a jet
0: dash on crack. Type.
3: It's like well, the way that
0: people try and jet dash to, break, to break trips trip. or something like that. It's just, nah, this character can just EMP an entire site. Yeah. <laughs> you can get it into would have a to a be very
1: point. limited, right? Because otherwise, especially if it affected anything outside the other Sentinel's utility, right? Like, imagine if we were able to do this for, like, Astro Stars or, like, Viper or, like, the Viper Wall or something. That would be insanely powerful to the point yeah. where, like, you would never run another initiator because you could just enter any site for free without having to like clear your till first. So like, there has to be something going on with yeah, that. Yeah, I
3: mean, if, if it can absorb, like if there's a Phoenix holding C site and you're pushing up C long on Haven, if it can just absorb the Phoenix, throwing a molly into lane, so you can just push right into the site, yeah. that would be ridiculous. If it's just utility that is solely preset, like trips- And stars would also account for stars. those are preset. Yeah, set. stars, trips, like, alarm bots, stuff like that. Presumably Killjoy mollies then, as well, because those yeah. are
0: preset. Cages. Like, there's yeah. so many questions Basically, about Basically, the
3: Sentinel Utility. What is that?
0: I oh, don't know. See, some yeah. people have been theorizing that this is a flash, but since you've been talking about anti-flash, I'm wondering whether this is some ability where he can catch a flashbang. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't look like a pre-existing flash in the game, <laughs> but
3: now my brain is going in all sorts of That looks like he's firing out the marker that puts up the pink glowing thing. Okay. So that's maybe. what it looks like to me. That's the Oh, EMP you think it could pulse. be like a
1: like he sets it down maybe versus an AO and it's an AOE but it's preset itself. That would make it a lot less strong if he can't just pop it at will but rather he has to set it to clear the site sort of like a lockdown. Yeah. But it's like a much smaller effect. That would make this a lot easier to deal with potentially.
3: Yeah. Hmm.
2: Well, wasn't this guy like like his uh his code name while they were developing was Grenadier or something like that Grenadier oh. Yeah uh, so, like, oh. everybody was theorizing that all of his all of his utility was nades some sort of nade that did something else mm, right? right um so maybe that's one of them and maybe sure. they're all deployable like that and he just yeah. throws them yeah, if cool. there's
3: one thing Valorant players have been clamoring for on Reddit forums, etc., it's definitely another agent that has grenades that deal damage to you. <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of people looking for that. Yeah, yeah. Bring back Instant two damage. paint shells for Rays, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, but I, I think my my question would be, if he's an initiator, is is there going to be another info gathering um, ability? Because Sky well, has, the, yeah. has the pupper, Zova so has, I mean, like, you know, Recon and yeah. Drone. Is he going to have uh, some sort of intel gathering? I like the idea, though, of this guy being almost a tank, where he's
0: able to either be anti-flash or absorb some defensive utility to make space for other people in that way. What if
3: he has a shield?
0: No, no, not well, a no, literal oh, okay, shield. Okay, you can okay, still, okay, okay. You yeah. can still <laughs> shoot him in the face. Okay, okay. But if you're trying to throw <laughs> flashes to to be able to set up, like as people as you're entering a site, mm-hmm. this guy goes first. He's an initiator, not because he sets up the rest of your team, you but, know, but you because know, he's I... literally going in first, absorbing utility. Well,
3: okay, but what? That's, if he... that's very unique. What if he had? 200 hp no, and a no, shield oh, okay no I, I like, okay
2: like how you're looking out for your overwatch boys you know it goes down to 5v5 five five, we lose a tank you know they need a job somewhere so let's get <laughs> dollar. yeah tank agent perfect
1: i mean it would be interesting if it if was a shield but it wasn't like a shield for bullets it was rather just an anti it was like an inverse astro wall, where like it absorbs only utility but you can mm. shoot through it and you can okay. kill him, right like, like that would a be interesting because yeah, it would it's sort of like an defense matrix, but it could be like a physical, like shield in front of them okay. still that absorbs, and then but you can just shoot through it. So it's the inverse astral wall because that way you would still be able to just like deal with them as they enter the, the choke result? still.
0: Yeah, I, I mean we are lacking so much information and wildly speculating, but I think there is a, a an interesting idea at the crux of this, which is that any system in other esports that has or any game actually, I'm not even gonna limited to esports any game that has some kind of anti-ability um character or or like purchasable item is normally meta-defining like you just have to run it trophy systems in call of duty or rainbow six or whatever are just must picks Mm. and i know that those are often kind of passive like you put them down somewhere and they just absorb a set amount of stuff. I think it's going to be a challenge in this game to make it something like that feel not like it has to be a must pick and not boring as well. There's got to be some level of thought process. Like you have to you have to create the agent where it's where there's some brain power required to counter their utility. It's not just mm-hmm. It's not just oh well they always push this choke so I'm just gonna put an item in this choke that stops yeah stuff
3: that definitely. would be really boring I mean it yeah I mean we had acquiring
2: timing and stuff would be nice yeah definitely yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah time yeah having a game sense and needing to use it <laughs> <laughs> intuition etc I mean it, yeah I mean I suppose we'll see it might also just be a thing where I mean uh, this this might be the the end of the post plant meta just stick a thing on the spike while you're trying to defuse and and wouldn't Fikers that be the most boring shit and Molly's off and they're just getting slurped up into the black yeah. hole that's the I thing that I don't
0: like though if the counter to the post meta is something as dull as play this guy and just save one of his abilities until the end of the round and put it on the spike that is so dull it is uh, it's also like...
1: as we're talking about this the reveal trailer for KO oh, just went live shit. wait <laughs> did it the reveal trailer literally just right. went live yeah.
3: Kurt pull it up pull it up Pull that yep. fucking...
1: Oh <laughs> I'm going to watch it because I could never watch it from your guys' screen, so I'm just going to watch it independently. Yeah, I'm going to save like I'm doing
2: it. a watch party. Oh,
3: oh my
1: God. God. Okay, it's up. There we go.
3: We don't have any volume, I think. It's fine. We don't need
0: it. Yeah, please. Would you mind volume? getting audio? I think it might be important because oh. sometimes there's like law snippets or some. What I do you have, have to hear the voice need? lines. You
1: know, I need to know the lore. After they dropped that, that huge lore trailer at, uh, you know, at, at Masters, I feel like Where now I'm hooked. Hmm. I'm hooked on lore. All right, here uh, we uh, go.
3: Watchers, what is it do? Go, here we go.
1: Wait. Wait, what? What? Wait, what? Is this implying that it can rewind? You see this? This is the what second time this happening? has happened. It's like a Tracer oh recall God. almost.
0: Wait. No, it's just
1: Do you, Is this just a simulation for the character? Because I don't know. It seems like it seems like it's able to oh. Thru- what what is doing it? That? Wait, did that remove, that did that remove the utility? Yeah.
0: This is just him running a simulation in his head. He oh, can't actually look, rewind but look, time. It threw,
1: but look, it threw a nade too. It has a nade. I wonder if that makes you like vulnerable a suck? or something, or a, yeah, or maybe a suck or something like that.
0: This guy's cracked. Oh, and the... this must be the ult. Oh, this is the old
1: Okay. So now he's, he's, Superman. he's drifted out. He's what does that do? out.
0: What, it gives this you an aimbot? Really I can't, I can't, I can't tell what, what happened. He has aimbot. He has self revive.
1: No, no way, right?
0: He's in Apex Legends. What the fuck? I fucking
1: knew Oh my God, the coming. Omnic Wars. <laughs> there it is.
3: What I'm is this? To- he's a tactical nuke.
1: I don't. I'm not what? sure it's exactly. It's Bren's theory
2: coming to life. <laughs> he 1v1 <won> somebody. <gasps> oh my God! You 1v1! It's Bren's theory! No, that's
1: not is <laughs> is it. Is it actually Bren's theory? They don't go into the... Co- okay, so there's another... That is a flash. Oh, okay, a, so, so flash. he has a flash. Okay.
0: So he has a flash. So oh, the well, knife
1: his... disables utility, yep. and the, there's a flash, and there's like a, a, a grenade of sorts that, that almost looks like a grab well. What does his
3: ult do? I, I think can't we'll tell, see it in a I, second here. Did it- I can't tell what his, is that, what his ult was doing. Was that doing. the ult? It, do you think
1: the ult is what disables more utility? Like, I don't know. I- I not I can't, get tell,
0: it. What the Wait, I can't like, tell what the ult does. I can't tell what the ult does. Okay. <laughs> Alright, let's- Hold let's let's Chill for a
3: moment. What? What am I waiting for? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 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 Everybody calm down. This is a big moment. All right. (laughs) Wyatt, please take us through this large moment. Okay, you need to take a deep breath. Okay, so first of all... I don't know what most of that was, (laughs) but I do know. (laughs) But I can tell you what I do know. Okay. He has a a flash that looks a lot like a curveball. Like you just throw it and it rounded the corner. Oh, did it? it? A, yeah, it went it around looked, the corner. Yes, it looked a lot like a Phoenix flash. Okay, so it looks like he had he had a curveball. The one thing looked like it looked a,
1: more like a Yoru flash. Like, look, like it bounced it on the wall. I'm
3: slow
2: motioning the gameplay section.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. the ball is slow motioning the gameplay. Like no.
2: he just he just tossed it. He just underhand tossed it. Like oh, a he, just tossed he just
3: tossed it. it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So he tosses it. It goes out a little bit. Okay. Well, the the one thing looked like a grav well that he threw. Yeah. But I don't think it was a grav well. It, it seemed looked,
1: to me like it made them like maybe vulnerable.
3: I think they the, died so it fast. looked like the one guy got sucked into it though. We gotta we, yeah. we have to watch this in point two five. Also, the by the way, way I though. went back
1: and rewatched when he first popped his ult. It one hundred percent disables utility because when he popped the ult, if you go look at that first sequence, he takes a duel with a killjoy, and the turret is already disabled. It has like an icon right. when he takes okay. the duel. But so I his thought that's what the 100% I don't know. All I know is that his ult 100% seems like it's going to remove utility on the entry because if you t- if you look at that duel afterwards, it is the the Killjoy uh, turret has an icon above it when he enters and he's already taken the duel with the Killjoy
0: and she's not dead yet. So, but this beginning of the trailer is just showcasing how you as a player can run into utility yes. and mess up. This is yeah. not actually showing anything right. important. It's just setting up, like, why you would want to use his abilities. Yes. The knife clearly removes utility. I mean, yes. every time it's shown, mm-hmm. some utility well, at the is very,
1: gone. At the very least, it w- reveals that's it just a grenade. Because they might not have left. I think It might it, not have left, but it revealed it at least.
3: I think that so thing he throws at the sage there just is just a, a grenade. a grenade to clear a corner? Yeah, I yeah. think that's just a grenade. Okay. Now... What was that? Can we .25 so this? Because this so is- Look,
1: look when, he wa- when he walks into the site here, you can see that there's gonna be an icon above the Killjoy turret, but the Killjoy is still alive, but the turret is not firing. Okay. So I'm fairly certain his mm. ult disables
0: utility. I wonder what the AOE is, because that- okay, That's what it looks it's like. Pretty,
1: it's pretty big, because look how far away this turret is when he enters. Like legitimately, it seems like it's a relatively decent radius, um,
2: domain expansion.
1: He's oh, yeah.
3: I mean, dude. that is an alt if I've ever seen one. No, that's just a regular ability. He gets three of those around. He goes, okay.
1: <laughs> Whoa. Okay, so you see, now right here when he enters, look at the killjoy See, look, there's an oh, icon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, saying, yeah. Look how
3: far away it was. It was pretty far away. Silva
2: can still ult it. Or Silva yeah. can still ult, so it's not
3: like a global... Oh, yeah, you could see, like, the done. purple things yeah. off the wall as well. So just I, everything I, in that, it's just an... So it's an EMP, but does he also just... I mean, it looks like he enters some other kind of mode.
4: It does, is doesn't it? Just...
3: Is that just me, or does this look like he gets knocked rather than
0: killed? I might just be Oh, cinematics. yeah, there's a time... Wait, there's a 15-second timer when he gets shot there.
1: But the, surely that can't just That's be just like... That has to be during... Right? That has to be cinematics, right? Or like...
3: Or... Because this all
1: would be insanely good, wouldn't it? Because if he could clear Util and have a revive, wouldn't that be like fucking crazy?
3: What is is this just story? What is happening? This feels like maybe this is lore. Yeah, wait. This feels like lore. Yes, a tactical nuke. (laughs) What? (laughs) This is probably like a a teaser for the episode
0: three, like thing that they do. That's what I'm thinking.
3: That that has to be a part of the lore. Planet. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So it wasn't. Bren's idea of, um, it drags somebody to a 1v1 arena, and they have to battle it out, is apparently not true. Unless, I mean, look at the screen right now, look at the screen! But if it was, then that would be Omen, because it was Omen that killed him, Right. So, I mean, I
1: feel like that's more of like a lore thing, where like Reina is more like, "Hey, come be able with the bad
3: well, guys," oh, wait,
0: wait. you know. It does.
1: It
3: does it look definitely like it has a curve. it as well. Yeah. yeah. And then, okay, that just turns off. Wait, did that turn off the stars? Can you go back, Kurt? That no, seems it didn't. like it. Didn't.
1: I don't think it turned off the stars.
2: They just didn't pop them. Yeah. Uh, no,
3: what, no. It
1: reveals what it does. Is, I'm pretty sure it reveals utility that's hidden. I'm almost certain, right?
0: Ah. I think it has to
1: be, I, because it did that for the trips too, because the trips went from invisible to oh.
0: visible. No,
2: that blew up. Uh, oh, wait, Molly. it flashed it someone. Wait, it, f-
1: it also flashed someone too. No. Do you see it? No. Oh, no, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Okay.
2: It just, do you blew, think it looks, just... There's a frame right there. You see where stuff blows up? I do okay, not see here. that frame, but I believe
1: you. I don't see the frame.
2: Right? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just what the knife. What am I looking exploding.
1: at? No, it seems like it's the knife that's exploding.
0: Like, what yeah, does maybe this the knife. do?
1: Well, see, if you go back to the beginning, if you go back to the beginning where the where he plays versus the cypher, look, look how the cypher trips go from invisible mm. to visible.
3: If that's the knife. all it does, though, that's
0: terrible. I mean, it's, it's after this. There isn't yeah, that much have, like, hidden utility in it. the game. You're
1: going to see. You're going to see. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's going to walk in, and he's going to throw the knife. He's going he's gonna to fucking do his kunai. going throw that out.
0: Okay, Nice. And then,
1: and see, look, you can't see trips. Can't see those trips on a screen. And then, right here, they become visible. And it was before he killed the cypher.
3: Surely they deactivate as well, though, right? Like, they become visible and they're off or something. But also, maybe. I, he throws it at the agent, not at the trips. I mean, I think that might just be... Well,
1: he hit the... He, he hit, like, the... Yeah, maybe, I, mean, I don't it know. It is, a That's knife, true. so
3: potentially actually
2: just does damage. And maybe if you hit the agent, they can't use abilities for a couple seconds. Like, I'm guessing that's what the nade does, too. It does damage and also debilitates them in some way.
0: Sure. Because that's this, how everything has worked. This trailer did not really elucidate things, too. I mean, well, but not. you definitely know that his kit is based around disabling
1: right? utility still, though. Like, you yes. can tell yeah. that much. That, you know that much for certain.
0: Yes. Also, I feel, though, that if the knife disabled utility, and his ultimate did as well, there's got to be some significant difference between the two of them, which is why it's leading me to believe that you might also have a self revive.
1: But also, I mean, I mean, you could. There already is a significant difference in that the knife only does like a very. It seems like the knife knife might only be able to work if you hit it with like, and like hit a very small area or hit the agent itself or something like that. Yeah. While the ult is obviously just like a whenever in that area everything is disabled. So. The knife mm. might have it seems that's where the game sense component came comes into play, maybe with the knife, is that like you have to know which corners to clear to potentially hit the agent to deny the utility.
2: It, it, dude, it's a it's a 1v1 arena. I just the last clip again, <laughs> like it's a one v1 arena. He has a 15 second countdown and the spike explodes ostensibly, but they cut, they cut away, they cut away. If it's it is that, arena.
3: Bren is a G- Look at that. Go back to that, Kurt. I'm sorry. You got to go back to the, the, the one where he throws the, the, the thing into hookah.
4: Yeah. Right here.
3: Oh, the jet dashes.
0: Okay, okay. The jet dash. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah.
4: okay. Interesting. It seems
0: Interesting. like he's got multiple ways of throwing his grenade. I think
3: it might be like an underhand and mm. under a curveball or something. I mean, yeah, he just overhand. There was some force on that throw. Yeah, because what is... 15 seconds? He gets knocked. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a teammate can revive? If You, you need to run him with a killjoy, and only killjoy can bring him back when he gets knocked. <laughs> okay, I mean, really weird. Is there... Have there been any, like... Uh, this? This seems about the appropriate time for some random... Russian gameplay leak is, is yeah. Out
0: well, there let's continue with the episode. The
3: let's continue with the episode, and
0: if yeah. there are gameplay leaks as we go through, then we'll revisit this topic. Obviously, new agents, incredibly cool. They've also committed to releasing what was it like six a year or something? It was yeah, crazy
3: five this year because they took one off for the map. Okay. for breeze. Right, right. Um, so.
2: Yeah. The content creators and stuff get access to release videos tomorrow
0: at mm. uh, some well, point I in the mean, morning. Well, I mean, we're
1: content creators. Yeah, we create content.
0: So Where, when do I get to uh, Where's our stuff, right, huh? <laughs> yeah. Where's our stuff, huh? Unlucky. Unlucky. Um, okay. Poster went viral in China. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just don't have a segue for that because it's a silly <laughs> statement that I'm saying. Yeah. I feel like it's only boomers that use the phrase go viral anyway but there's no there's no other way of putting it the people go in- viral Boaster just he was singing songs on his stream as he does and Boaster's stream has blown up recently in on Twitch because of it not just his success but his great personality as well like, I mean also half of it's a
1: musical <clears throat> half of his stream is a musical it is, like it's yeah. not even just like Valorant gameplay. it's him just singing and dancing like it's like <laughs> Les Miserables like it for half the stream
0: he's insanely talented at, uh, at singing though as right. well I was going to say at music in general I don't know what he plays he's, I've seen him play the ukulele I assume ukulele. he plays the keyboard because he has that in the background as well but yeah his uh, singing voice is pretty spectacular so he was doing this I don't know Chinese pop tune I'm going to assume and it got posted on Billy Billy, and now it's got...
1: Everyone's lost their mind.
0: Yeah, like 3 million views.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's large. Especially because Valorant hasn't even released in China still.
0: Yeah. But, I I, but also, that doesn't necessarily... It I don't doesn't think mean it that all of these were thing. Valorant
3: viewers. <laughs> that's true. I, yeah, I have a feeling most of the people who watch this video they know nothing about Mandarin. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah like, they're
3: not aware yeah but, but maybe why
2: did it go viral then like they must know that well it's just
1: like a white life. guy singing a popular mandarin song
2: okay yeah maybe that's the case so then yeah, everyone in
1: china is like oh that's cool it'd be like if like i mean i feel like that's a very common occurrence so, for, like right. someone that to doesn't test
2: doesn't... this theory avast you will now sing a popular I, I I sing. Sing.
1: <laughs> where's that one song where it's like oh shit i just closed okay there's that, like, that one song that was really popular no 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 listen I closed the window it was the song that was really popular on TikTok, and it had like this chinese like shaolin monk singing softly as he did it and it was really popular okay. i have to find it i have to All find right. it i could do i could do at least part what, of that. So
2: it was, was it popular with americans or was it, popular it was popular with
1: like it was a global popularity because it was like kind of a catchy song but then like the okay. video was humping it was really funny because it was like this <laughs> like just like the chinese monk just like singing like it was really funny
0: Okay. And but I don't you're going to do a rendition of that and butcher I'm not gonna it live rendi- on the show. I, I
1: could do I don't remember the, all of the song. I only remember like the first like stanza, like the first Ballot. line of it. This, this is a,
3: this is really important this honestly. Great, if, you this great, this off, if you pull you this off. If you pull this off, you'll this, take you the to the next reach, level. Josh. Do you want it? Do you
0: want <laughs> us to blow up in China, huh? I'm concerned here that this is not the most scientific of tests because you're supposed to compare like to like. You're supposed to control the variables. And I'm not sure that Avast has the same level of talent as Boaster does, Wrong. or Wrong. the same level of familiar- familiarity with the song he's about to sing, considering he can't remember the name or find the I link. I can't remember the name. You are doesn't correct. doesn't even know what... The, I, listen, it'll gar- go viral, I guarantee Josh, it'll Avast go viral. doesn't know any it Mandarin. It
2: won't be for the same reasons. It's just going to be, oh, this white guy is just butchering yeah. our culture. i
0: found it. I found it. Hey, Here. this white guy is just butchering our culture. That's what's about
1: would, to occur. The, the thing is... Wait, I found the song. I, I, You should look at the cover art for the song, Kurt. I I think this is the one. This might be a good DMCA time to talk two. about
3: yeah. days leaving T1. <laughs> I'm trying to listen to the
1: beginning. Uh, no, 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 that's the problem.
0: I mean, that does look like... A vast.
1: Yeah, it's like you sing yeah. the beginning, and it, it's like there it's like a... wao, piao, piao, bei feng, xiao, xiao. and like you do that in the beginning, and that's the opening lines, and okay. that was like the opening lines of the TikTok, and everyone like it's just so it's just fun, it's just fun. Okay. I don't know, it just became a meme uh. of like you sing the opening lines to this song. So I what I'm did it. Is you spend uh, too much
2: time on TikTok,
1: and then and for that China go make us go viral. I did the right. first lines of that song, and I, I, see, I there I you see. go.
0: You Good. you consider Good. it to just be a transactional basis? Just uh, yes. <laughs> I am going to badly say some opening Here, words need of f- a song, and you make me famous now. <laughs> <All> <laughs> okay, right,
1: now now I need to find the monk video. But some, yeah, go on, some, go
2: on. Some seriousness though, like I, I I do want to know if this is because I mean we can we can speculate, but is this because just you know pretty pretty white guy singing Chinese song? that's why or is it actually like oh this is boaster like an esports guy doing this yeah, yeah. and we're actually interested on when valent's gonna launch because i think there are like the chinese esports teams are starting to like look for teams and field players and stuff like that even though the game isn't released and it's waiting for like government government approval to get released in china yes, which yeah. who knows when that's gonna happen but which side is it landing on because if it's the other side then that is
3: huge
0: for yeah it Valorant. is, it is. Yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting, but I don't really know what to take away from it other than it's cool. Boaster's hit the big time. He can finally pursue his dreams of being a showman instead of being a pro-Valorant <laughs> player. He can move on and yeah. beyond. It's successfully acted as a springboard for his musical career. Um, talking about the, the run in Masters, though, and the springboard for Boaster's success... We wanted to do, coming out of Masters 2, a World Power Rankings, which is not going to just be the same as the order in which teams placed at Masters. We, wanna, we normally save stuff like this for the end of the episode, but we want to crack it out right at the beginning so that we have enough time to dedicate properly to it. Um, so, while Kurt loads up the thing, we will, uh, we will begin discussion. I mean, it's just Sentinels at number one, right? Like, that's the first place to begin. I want to propose something. No, no. Oh, no, 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 you're not going to propose kidding. anything. I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. Wouldn't dare
3: say the FPX uh, are number one. <laughs> no. Oh. I, I would never do that. Yeah. Sentinels are number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, though. <laughs> number two, though. Okay. Uh, it's fanatic. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah. All right.
3: Well, we'll... But we'll... past that. Number three?
0: Let's, let's set some ground
3: rules. We were actually pretty good on our order.
2: power rankings last time. Like were they? Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were. They were not bad, except for us overrating Brazil. Like we put Sentinels number two. Yeah,
1: we overrated. maybe overrated Brazil, but everything else. Mm-hmm. Which made everyone made sure to remind us of ten million times an hour whenever Brazil <laughs> played. It's like you guys overrated Brazil. Wyatt, he's the great deceiver. Never listening <laughs> to him again.
3: I think um, the the only unfortunate thing about the last one was that Heretics died. <laughs> Yeah, that is a big problem. They're just... I mean, they exist here as an option, but it would be very speculative, as will a lot of this be, because... Or we could just leave it as this, the 10 best teams in the world are the Iceland places, and let's move on (laughs) to the next segment.
0: No, and we shall not do that. So, first of all, I want to say some kind of... uh, What is the power ranking trying to achieve? Because I think the... uh, the normal way of doing it would be like the past three months or something like that. But I feel like there, aren't as, there are not as many regular tournaments in Valorant as there are in CS. They tend to be drawn out over a much longer period of time. So I think taking into account the whole of 2021, but obviously weighing Masters 2 way more than Masters 1 because it was actual global competition, makes sense to me. Does that Also LAN. So... Yes, and LAN, of course. So we're yeah, weighing
3: that's... it off of the results.
0: Yeah, the results of 2021. Okay. And with a heavy recency bias because the most important okay. games have also happened recently. Are, sure.
2: Not future looking whatsoever because that will change some things
0: for me.
3: Like um, I feel roster, like we're going to have to we don't inherently be We have to be a little
0: future looking with teams yeah. like Heretics for example because they have passed. Yeah. Um but for other teams, I mean who are the other teams where you'd well, yeah, I mean a lot of these have had roster Ascend. shuffles, so
3: Ascend and stuff I mean, like that too. What if yeah, I suppose the other option is like the just who do we think are the best right now in this moment? Or not even right now, because some of them are dead. Do you mean who were the best? <laughs> uh no. I mean Oh, like I mean literally right, right, right now. Right now yeah. Like literally right now, okay. who do we think are the best ten teams? Okay. Obviously we can use results of recent time to, to factor into that. Kiss? All right. But it's Let's just check. who do we think are the best ten teams right now? Number one, Fun Plus Phoenix. <laughs> no. I, no, 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 no. Okay, Sentinels. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number two. Fnatic. It's no. still fanatic. It's still fanatic. It's, fanatic. it's still
4: fanatic. <laughs> it's still okay. fanatic. It's, it's I-
2: the different F i am a Fnatic stan i i will ride or die with this team however i can be critical because it is my team okay i think that Fnatic should fall off a little bit after this tournament i feel like they rely a lot on a heavy tactical prowess and rely so much on their bind that has not changed much at all since literally stage one Um, Um, haven't made any agent adjustments haven't really made any strat adjustments they brought out really old stuff in the finals they weren't doing anything new that i could really 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 tell outside of just amazing gameplay from from all of them um but because of that i think that people will start to figure it out they'll see you know how they play on that map i mean they've lost on that map a lot of times they also are still working out a lot of the different maps i just think that the way that they play is going to be cycles for them it won't be stay at the top for long periods of times, it'll be cycles. Yeah. They'll go up to the top and then fall, and fall pretty hard, especially because they play in Europe.
4: I,
1: also, I... the new agent could drastically impact the arithmetic for Fnatic, considering that part. Of, especially for like their bind, part of the reason they're so good at it is how they use their utility, and having an agent that can like completely kind of roll utility could change how a lot of teams, especially very. Utility heavily dominated teams and how their setups is like it could affect everything, right? Like it could change. That
2: assumes a lot about how that That, utility. It assumes a lot how it's
1: worked, right? But I'm just saying theoretically there is a possibility. But right now, I mean, I don't know of a way to put Fnatic less than second
0: currently, Mm. right? Yeah, that's the thing. Who would who would overtake them? There there really isn't a good candidate Uh, because any team in Europe can have that exact same argument. Proposed to them which is that there is no dominant team in Europe there's nobody that you would really put their money on it staying at the top of the scene the only team that would have been like that is heretics because they showed that from first strike to masters one and then with a bit of a dip in masters two but you would well, have still had yeah. confidence in their former roster had they stayed together but that doesn't I mean you can't say that now because it's a totally different team Yeah, unfortunately that mm-hmm. Niso having to leave
3: just tanked that team yeah, and overall... Kind I mean, of, when you lose, like potentially you're the best player. That uh, might happen.
0: I think overall mm-hmm. just their, their, um, their team dynamic exploded as well. Right, They, they were having right. internal problems. So, um,
3: yeah. Maybe to make this easier, a we could take off the teams that w- some of the teams that we know won't be on the list. Well, like, let's...
2: DRK, <laughs> X10, yes. I mean,
3: X10... Sharks as well. I mean, X10 are maybe on the... No, no, they're not. No, they're not, the even, they're not even close. They're not even There's close. There's no
0: way X10
1: not would even be on the, co- the actual... I'm just...
3: Uh, no, they're we not we, we only have so much currently. space at the bottom. Okay, fair <laughs> okay. enough. I'm just saying on the cusp, alright? Yeah, yeah. No. We I, only I have so much well space well. on the graphic, Josh. Okay. Unless Kurt just wants to delete some of the, the graphical elements here entirely. Um well, if we shuffle people
0: down a couple of stages to free up some spots at third and fourth, I think the, uh, the question of number three is very interesting because you have Newton who placed third and have been dominant in Korea. They didn't drop a map on their qualification run. They are clearly mm. the best team in Korea. There is no question about that. How many of the... How many of the North American and European teams do you think Newton are better than? Because Newton did beat version one, but I would argue that version one with a better team overall. Like, even though Newton won that game in in the the two crazy overtime wins that they had, and they turned up massively to LAN, I still would power rank Newton as lower than Liquid or maybe. Version 1, or maybe also. Cloud 9 or FPX or some of these other teams, too. I think there's a conversation to be had about that. But I do think. They're definitely think,
2: in the top oh, 10, though. They're probably like oh, seventh or eighth.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they might even be higher than that. I think there's good arguments to put them high up. But I, I don't feel like they're a lock for third. What would
1: convince you to put New Turn over version one? Do they just have to beat them again?
0: They, well, I think they would have had to have big successes against other teams. The mm. win over version 1 was their only major victory when it came to yeah. Iceland, right? Mm-hmm. Am I forgetting something yep. else? Like, I no, think no you're, you're right. It's no, just because
2: right. V1 beat Liquid, so they didn't get to face Liquid, and then yeah. that side of the bracket was weak. And
0: right? then they went down to the lower bracket, and they got, uh, well, they went on to face Sentinels, they got stomped by Sentinels, then they dropped down. They did actually take a map off they Fnatic, map which off is, Fnatic. it is really impressive. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about teams like Liquid and V1, they should also be... In the conversation for taking maps off Fnatic too then again the mm-hmm. third
2: map was still pretty yeah. close
3: i mean and liquid have a bunch of times the, too yeah the
2: the yeah. big fault for me for new turn is how shocking they looked against sharks they looked so bad and then they end up taking that series i was just like what the hell is going on their v1 stuff to me was them just literally just turning into flow state that was not how they were playing in korea that was not how they played against sharks uh, that was just some other mm. crazy bullshit that Newturn pulled out that just won them that series. I don't know if they can do that again. That's I, why I rank them lower.
3: And, and I still, I mean, there are there are concerns as to the state of the roster. Maybe not concerns if you want to, or if you're of the belief that the roster transactions they're making will benefit them. But my, my question is still, if, if we're just going off current strength, they still just exist in the space where they have two maps that are just bad their map pool is given how well they placed it's it's astounding they placed that well rather given how bad their map pool actually is and if they have to play most of these teams it's like they're always just down a map in every series because they just can't they can't ban two maps. So they always play Haven and they always lose on Haven. I mean that was that was the map yeah. that they got wrecked by sharks on as well. Yes, it's, thirteen it's five just... loss.
0: Yeah, that's the thing as well. Like when we say that they played or when you say Barla that they played badly against sharks, it was only on Haven, which was a constant theme throughout the series, right? They still did well in those other two games. They they just kind of clapped them in the other two maps. But yeah. It it was shocking to see them come out of the gate with such a poor performance on that that map. Um, the the I question have, really like, is,
3: yeah. who do you put in the third place? If I not don't feel then? strongly about any team in third. That's the yeah, problem. that's the I issue. Don't, isn't it's, it? it's 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 kind of like a it's kind it's of almost a sad by third. default. Third.
0: I don't or maybe Liquid by default because they. <laughs>
3: No, I, I felt mean, like liquid really I'm I not don't gonna think say they impressed. They didn't imp- they not weren't Not at all. I don't think they were bad, but they did not impress either. They were just I think they looked They were okay. They yeah. were just I think they had an okay showing. We had a lot of high hopes for them, I think a lot off the basis of the bracket they were in as well, and they were just okay. I mean
2: Maybe we add some of the EU teams that we know will be in the top 10, like FPX. Okay, yeah, FPX saying, are going to
3: probably be in the top just, 10 somewhere. Just
2: add them in there somewhere, right, yeah. and potentially those guys are in the ratings for 4th, 5th.
3: I think Gambit are a top 10 team. Gambit yeah. as well. To get out of those, Kurt, FPX and Gambit, just put them in like nine, ten, 10 or something. Yeah. Um, and then I think also Cloud9 deserve to yeah. be put up there too. I
0: agree. Considering how close their play has been recently how young and promising that squad looks the the kind of developments they've made are, have been and they just
3: exciting. i mean the, the the top three in na in the qualifier looked considerably better than the rest and yeah. cloud9 were a part of that yeah uh, also yeah. they yeah they're the they're one of the teams with a lot of potential like that in that qualifier Zepa floppy was playing with insane. them for like yeah they so they're adding zeppa and also floppy was playing them, with them for like a week or something before they had actually even played that tournament and, and they yeah. Yeah. reached new stuff.
2: heights like that that team has some stocks going with them. Yeah.
0: I I'd, I'd quite like to go out on a limb here and say that we swap crew for ascend as well. I think Dang. new ascend with Zeke um has large potential for success. I would argue more potential for success than G2 or Heretics despite the fact mm. that they've been trying to put in the big money to GT get better or heretics yeah i mean new heretics really? i don't know exactly how that team is going to function i'm not as up on uh, the newest guy that they just added alarante who i think came from um, somewhere wow. i can't even remember where what, what was. my question
2: for ascend is why did they why did they suck in stage 2 they lost to who, vitality in-
1: well i mean that was when we sort of learned that theoretically their coach was their brain previously and then they didn't you know, have well, access to that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But the <laughs> they also didn't they lose like a, a seeding game or something?
1: The, oh uh, no, sorry, they beat
0: the Fnatic history. in a seeding game, but then they ended up losing to Vitality. Is that the run yeah. that yes. they went on? Something like yes. that? Yeah. Yeah. The I don't know. Is he on the Oh and they answer? lost
2: the NIP in Challengers one.
0: Yeah. I, I still think though that they're gonna be up there. I think that they're gonna to be towards the bottom end of the, the, the top ten. They, but I think So they lost Coldamento, the right?
2: Their IGL, their brain, like they lost oh. that guy. But I have faith in Bone Cold, like a lot of faith in him for whatever reason after after well, maybe it's a curse that he came on back chat, but like <laughs> I have I have big faith in that guy. And I think that adding Zeke actually makes this team somewhat whole, more whole with Starkso and, and Zeke, both Polish guys, and he kind of fills slightly the same roles, which is going to be a little weird, but since they play so many different agents anyways on Ascend, I think this is good, still going to be good. I think not having as much structure will be good for this team, and that might be a good reason to say that, you know, without Coldamenta things will be actually slightly better.
3: Yeah, I think the skill is just insane. I'm okay. With, I'm okay with putting a sin there. Like I, I
1: think it's tough to put anyone other than a Sind because heretics doesn't exist anymore.
3: So well, they, they have they have
2: artists.
0: Well, and stuff, well, but yeah, but yeah. not
1: like the old heretics that we were yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about. Like so we is, don't. I know. Simply,
0: literally
2: completely.
4: I simply roster, have so no idea can't.
0: what heretics is going to be like. I also mm-hmm. I I the other I mean, two teams that I would think about putting up there are G two and hundred thieves, and I don't I don't think that either of them are going to be the same quality as the other ten teams that we have up there.
3: I'm a bit lost on G2, especially given that they've evidently decided to not continue with Pith, who I thought was yeah probably... That's still up in
2: the air. It, yeah, they tried yeah. a bunch of people, but that's not necessarily yeah, so, happening. Uh,
3: there's just nothing final there to go off of. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah.
2: I put them in the same boat as Heretics. I, I don't yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, sure, Nuki is insane, and Avova is a great controller, and Cold Elementor is a great IGL, but, like, this is new pieces... And everywhere it's a mix of heretics ascend and g2 so just like what the fuck
0: and also i feel the least confident about the original g2 players on that team <laughs> i feel the least confident about Maxwell and pith out of that entire roster so
3: really yes I, absolutely uh, i do i might be pith's number one fan i really I honestly i think he's i think, I think he's think quite he's smart really but I, good i don't
0: think he has what but, it takes to be great moving forward um Let's try and zone in on the number three spot, though. I feel like it. Even though I made the argument that Duton, I would power rank them lower than Liquid or V1. When you look at the results, they just get number three
3: spot by default. I feel I because yeah. the more you're looking at the rest of the teams, it's like who who do oh, you put at number three? It feels disingenuous. I mean,
1: you could have theo- put- theoretically put like. Because, really, when you look at the results of the tournament, like you could have, even if they lost, if you really wanted to power them above, it would have been version one, right? Because, like, who knows what would have happened if version one and Liquid faced off again after they beat them the first time?
2: Yeah. You know? I might... I... We have to put FPX simply to make people mauled. Oh,
0: God. No. <laughs> at number no, three.
3: No. Yes. 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 I... <laughs> yes. I, I am okay with New Turn at third, but. It does feel like it's kind of by default. I would almost. I, this I'm might-
2: not. So look, the argument we made for Sens in third last time was that they won Masters 1 for Europe, but we couldn't put them higher because they just haven't proved it enough times. This is their yeah. first international outing. Yes, we rank it very highly, but it's still not necessarily proof that they're going to. Uh, they had an easy side of the bracket. They 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 showed off some crazy shit that was like Korea. And, oh, yeah, we're really hype about them. But in reality, does those results really prove that they're going to be able to stay here for the long run. Because to me, that was like a, a once-in-a-lifetime type of performance from some of those guys.
0: Yeah, I, no, I agree. I agree with that too. But actually, the problem is that I wouldn't put... I don't know who I would put in the third spot ahead of Newton, Because I... I mean,
3: this I don't, might be... I a, don't believe in Liquid as much. I'm going to put something onto the table. I'm just... I'm, I'm going to float an idea. Okay, float. What if... We put version 1 there. That, yeah, I said ver- that. I said, oh, yeah. you did? Yeah, he did. Oh, you did? Okay, because version 1 had a hell yeah. of a performance without Whippy, who we all thought was an excellent player. True. Whippy's coming back. Well, they don't know Zelsus, but <laughs> Whippy's coming back. But when Zelsus also comes back <laughs> from his yeah. riot hiatus, yeah. uh, <laughs> then version 1 will be at full strength. Maybe... I feel version one. Yeah, I feel okay <laughs> about that.
0: I feel like giving them credit for the fact that they went on that run
3: with a stand-in is very, very fair. Um, and they beat Liquid. And I honestly, I think I have more confidence in Version One going forward than Liquid, especially with if they're with their full strength yeah, roster. Yeah, I think I have more so. confidence in Version One and at big tournaments. Too. I also,
2: yeah, I, I make this. I make the same argument I make for New Turn for Version One, like. Effie's life, like tournament perform, like
3: it was the tournament. Life, of his tournament. life. yeah, uh,
1: yeah. But I feel like I could see Effie's theoretically replicating that again, because Effie's at least has shown really? in the past that I he can really. be really
0: good. You I know, mean, that was like uh I've never seen that. That shit was from Effie's that though. Effie's sure, is a good sure. player for sure. But, I mean, but that like, was remarkable. maybe this
1: was the this was I Effie's emerging that, like. from his chrysalis, and he had he had shown signs of that before, <laughs> like as a little pupae. And then there he is, he's a butterfly. And I think that
3: I, I don't I, don't I, believe I, in I think Pupi that version theory.
1: one could replicate like this performance, especially if they get some of the original members, like and once Zelsus returns from the gulag, like I think this is possible. I think version <laughs> one <laughs>
4: because I, put, I definitely no. would not put
1: New Turn above them. And I definitely would not put even though they won, and I don't think and I definitely wouldn't put Liquid above them. So like who else? Like who else would go above this team right now? Like there's just no one else. Gambit. find me Something another other than fbx <laughs> other than like fbx right like who are we going to put in the spot
3: yeah but that. dapper dapper took nats setups from gambit we <laughs> have to put gambit up there
2: yeah that's gambit right and gambit in third i do God, want to put version I, 1 ahead okay, of liquid i hate this what sorry
3: i said i do want to put version 1 ahead of liquid yes
2: yeah yeah i,
0: I agree well. with
3: that i think that liquid had a
0: a big like rush in that tournament and i think they are going to start falling off i think that they really need to work on some more um fundamental stuff before they're going to be able to hit a peak like that and win a tournament in europe again i i think that despite the fact that they have scream and yampi and those guys are like the firepower is looking good from those two i think mm-hmm. that the way they the compositions that they choose the way they play together is not consistent across the board. They hit on a few nice ideas that were good enough to push them ahead of the pack this time mm-hmm. around. They hit on like a really cool idea for attacking ascent side, and when that fell to pieces in masters, they just had nothing to go back on. Like the, mm-hmm. as soon as the phoenix stuff got countered, they were awful at ascent. They lost it every single time because their composition wasn't well rounded. Their thought, their game plan wasn't an all-round good plan. They just had a single thing that they were relying on. And I feel like that was also, in some sense, the same for their haven too. And they, they had a couple of great ideas, but they're not an all-round, like super well-rounded team. Which is why the, the, yeah. I'm kind of waffling here a bit, but that's why I would rate version one above them. I would even have more confidence in like, uh, for FPX overall. I feel like it's hard to rate FPX above them, perhaps, but... I, I kind of... I do... <sighs>
3: I would be fairly happy with that, to be honest. I kind of want to put C9 and 5th-6. I, I think C9 are going to be pounded. Of FPX? I think that's C9 are going to be pounded. For FPX?
2: That's some, that's some bullshit
3: right there. <laughs> no, no I, sa- I didn't say necessarily over. I said 5th-6. Okay,
2: I
1: mean, okay, I think okay. FPX deserves still to be in the top i would rather like, put... to be above some of the teams that haven't that haven't yet to really make it out to anything major you know maybe it's
3: because i'm a scorned lover and i just want to hurt fpx but i would almost yeah, I, I i i want to put gambit above them at this point i i do actually have a lot of faith in gambit but they just go i
0: mean i'm just bringing up some one map. Andy shit here, but they did just get crushed in their most recent games. Yeah, like I mean that's true. Gambit comps. did
2: sort of roll them, but no, no, actually no. no no, no I mean they played
0: recently. I'm saying Gambit lost. They got crushed in some CIS game recently that I saw. Yeah, that they against did. The people
2: they lost. Or yeah, they the I don't final? know.
3: Regional matchups are are, are wacky. Yeah. Right well, too. the thing but is, I, Gambit were good, but they weren't fifth in the world.
0: Good. No. They still have so much to prove. Yeah, I agree. They're definitely
3: not fifth in the world. And
0: to me, Cloud9, shit ton of potential. But they haven't actually proved much as much as FPX have domestically, right? So, the if you're looking at FPX and Cloud9, they're actually in somewhat similar scenarios. They look like teams with a shit ton of promise. I like the way they play. High individual skill on both squads. They've done reasonably well domestically. But FPX have done way better domestically than Cloud9 have with their new roster. And it's been over a longer period of time. There's no Mm -hmm. good reason to rate Cloud9 above FPX. And the same argument could... perhaps be extended to Liquid and Ascend as well. But but there it becomes much sticky
1: liquid beat good teams though like they have beaten fpx and they've beaten Fnatic and like
0: yeah yeah yeah. liquid
1: is at least proven in my it's hard and they went to land and they like at least like had an okay they didn't lose to any teams that they shouldn't have lost to other than maybe like okay version one if you consider that a team they shouldn't have lost to
2: right can i propose a different way of looking at this as well like now that we've kind of narrowed down a top 10 slightly i mean maybe we switch a couple more pieces out but would FPX place sixth, fifth in a tournament with these teams, right now? And I think hell yes. Yeah. So, Definitely. Like I, th- I think that 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 might be a way that we can kind of figure out and understand where we think that the this should go, right? Because FPX, in my mind, should be making semifinals, honestly, in a in a field like this.
0: Yeah, I think. I think this would be an unbelievably stacked field, though. I don't... I, it's not... Mm-hmm. I mean, I could also imagine them losing in quarters to, if they matched up against, you know, like a, a Sentinels or they match up against a, a Cloud9 that's on fire or whatever. Like, this is a crazy stacked field. To me, to me I think putting... Oh, putting Liquid in fifth based off what they've actually recently achieved... Is reasonable, but that does not mean that I have any faith that they are the fifth best team right now. For Liquid, I don't have faith in the future, but I want to give credit to
3: the past. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. I think that's, yeah, I I think it's
1: hard to argue against Liquid and Fifth simply because they've beaten all the other teams that we could like think about that would be that are currently blowing. Like, they've beaten them recently, they've shown they can win against good teams, and like. They haven't done anything, but it's true in that, like, yeah, sure, I don't think their foundation is as solid as FPX, but FPX lost a lot. So yeah.
0: I do also They want lost to, bigly. I do also want to put version one above Newton. I yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. I think version I one
1: should go above new turn. 100%. I think. percent
0: I think new turn have been slapping around a f- relatively weak region. The thing to me is you can't go. You can't lose zero maps in your qualifier in a competitive region. It just it doesn't happen. And New turn then had a good performance when it came to LAN. They overplaced though based on that crazy win against Version 1 and having a weak bracket that they were playing in. This is the yeah. exact same thing. This is the exact same argument by the way that we would have made for Liquid had they made it to the upper final and then just bombed out. Even if they had placed third, the whole setup, the reason why our expectations were so high for Liquid was because that side of the bracket was easy. And, mm-hmm. you know, with the benefit of hindsight, we have version one new turn and Liquid there rather than Vikings being in the top. So I guess that side of the bracket was not quite as weak as we first imagined because version one turned up, but still. yeah, They they only have one sizable win and it was over V1 in double OT. So I, I think version one of proven more domestically despite the fact that Newton have been more dominant within their region because version one have so much more competition. Yeah, I think that's pretty reasonable. And they were playing with a sub. Like, I, I yeah, I think version is one deserved their spot above Newton despite losing to them. And I, I know th- that will
3: be very controversial. I, I am happy with this top five. I think it's I'm happy
2: with it as well. I just
0: I'm
3: I'm um, not happy with Liquid, but I well, think you have to put them yeah back. you gotta it's it is just a matter of giving them credit for what they've done it's just the the state yeah, of EU. That, that's and, kind of where I'm yeah.
2: falling as well it's just I'm not, I'm not happy with version one or new turn but results like results follow some actually some actual praise because when I look at this I, I, I see new turn against FPX In my mind FPX beats that new turn against Cloud Nine I think that'd be close like. New Turn against Ascend, I think Ascend beats them. New Turn against Gambit, I think Gambit beats them. But yeah. they actually <laughs> made it to Masters 2. That that's kind of where I hate this this entire yeah. exercise is because it's like, oh, Masters 2, That's everything. But in my mind, FPX should beat them, Ascend should beat them, Gambit should beat them like
3: I mean, we could just go and, on. And it's not
2: yeah. even to me it's not even close in my head for some reason.
0: Yeah, but I think that is see that is incredibly reasonable. And in some way, New, the best teams from bad regions have more of an opportunity than a team Mm -hmm. like Gambit or FPX or whatever, because they because New Turner almost guaranteed a spot in big tournaments and opportunities to to uh, to prove themselves. Like it, it's the same thing for X10 or whatever as well. If anyone has X10 in their top 20, it's only by virtue of them being granted the opportunity to play at Berlin. Yeah. They didn't prove anything at Berlin. <laughs> they just got there. If FPX was playing in, in, uh, in Southeast Asia or whatever, then FPX would easily win that region. Then they'd easily get to, uh, to Masters at Iceland. And then if they did anything, then they're automatically in the running. So these the lower regions are always going to
3: seep into the top 10. for.
1: Well, so that brings up interesting an interesting question then. Does Vikings deserve to be in top 10?
3: If they do, they're in 10th. But, I'm not sure they deserve. But what are what are the other teams below?
2: I, I mean, mean, there's a lot. This is where I would bring another NA team.
3: Yeah, like, like a 100, 100 Thieves. Thieves maybe.
0: Yeah. But the yeah, thing is, to me, there is no other there is no next NA team.
3: Maybe Envy? Well, that, yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. That's the, the problem. Cloud9 version 1 and Sentinels were clearly ahead of everyone else in in the last of the last we had seen from NA. Um, what were the maybe
0: if we go back in time a little bit to Challenges One? Who were the top North American teams? Well, Hundred Thieves had a good performance in one, uh,
3: right? They they won uh, the first against X Yeah, they won the first stage. No, no, sorry,
0: I mean, sorry, I didn't uh, mean Challenges One. First, I meant Masters One, is what I intended to say there.
3: Uh, it was it was
0: then Phase uh, Gen uh, G, uh, yeah, and phase. then Phase Gen G, etc. Yeah, it yeah. was that was crazy it? run was from it? Phase. It was Envy?
2: There's Envy. Yeah, they got fourth. Yeah, yeah. I mean... It,
0: the next team up is, is behind. I... Because that's I the thing know. is yeah. like Team Vikings, the they team? had a
1: really rough performance and they looked really far behind the meta. They did. Too. And like they looked behind the meta and they looked rough and they looked at one-dimensional so, times, which is so juxtaposition to mean, how they, they looked they in played Brazil, all- but...
3: Ultra passive, they played, yeah, so, so much safer than they do within their own region. Um, mm-hmm. which well, they had to. I mean, the meta is literally you have you, you
2: can't go for what Brazil is doing, you just can't. So, they had to slow it down.
3: I mean,
0: yeah, they were just getting countered and battered in scrims, so they lost all their confidence. They, to go yeah, for they, like that. they just had they no confidence. To go. I mean,
3: on some of the maps, they they quite literally did not push a single extremity on defense once on some yeah. of the maps. I, mean, but it was... I, I, I don't think that they deserve their spot in the top 10. But if they're,
0: I don't know who you I, give it to he, instead.
3: That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, I...
1: If I was, was going to make it based off stability, it would be 100 Thieves.
3: I don't... Yeah. But,
0: but they just haven't done
3: shit. They won the first... They won the stage 2 challenger one against x set in the finals which was like the seeding final and before that they beat envy who ran the foods guy yeah. which i guess they then Sky. did later but that was also a seeding game and then
1: but we don't know where envy like i, I we don't forget know who where. else they beat in that like if you look at envy and phase from NA as well like they didn't have like very stellar performances towards the end and on top of that envy and potentially face are changing the rosters
3: yeah It seems like i
2: was just so disappointed in the whole astra like why it took why they couldn't like implement astra conversation i know but the thing is neither could
1: vikings right so if you were to put thieves and vikings together neither were playing astra the
2: the 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 reason i i actually think that the fact that vikings didn't adapt to the meta at at iceland is not necessarily a negative for them is that they had like the entire region wasn't adapting, so it kind of makes sense that one it, one team doesn't want to do it. Whereas in an A, Hundred Thieves was playing in a region that had adapted. Everybody was playing yeah. Astro Viper, like every single team. So why wouldn't you just go with the well, go with the flow instead of trying to you know force your way through? Uh, whereas Vikings, it's like oh shit, like if we do this and it doesn't work, we're we're boomed. We have to peak with the rest of the region on that old meta. So going to Iceland, they didn't have enough time. Now if they go back and go to the drawing board, they have enough time now. I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing. I, I think that the region themselves kind of screwed them and not the other way around. I, I, them I,
3: I, I agree to an extent like they still have the only other the, the only other thing that I was fairly disappointed in was that I, I felt they just didn't really show up uh, the the individual didn't show up much for Vikings. I think the talent is definitely there like I think Sod and saucy had some some good moments and uh, Sutsukas as well, but. Nowhere I,
0: near as good as I thought they're, they're, they would be,
3: though. Yeah, they weren't.
0: They weren't. They didn't have the. They just didn't. They
3: did not it. have any confidence. No. It was really they, what it came down to. They did not play they, with they, any confidence. They um, got back X-10 to the 10 scrims, pushed they to they
2: were the saying. brink. Well, X10 pushed them to the brink. Like, I, I'm already. <laughs> no offense to X10, but X10 pushed Vikings to the brink. Yeah. Yeah. And they weren't even, like, I don't know.
3: What, that about, was bad. what about. What
2: about
0: x set?
3: No. I don't think so. JC,
2: wait, who is it? No.
4: Ambox? No.
3: Are so we sleeping oh, be, be, on Ambox? We might be, no, honestly, we might be sleeping on Ambox. AMBOX. AMBOX, AMBOX I think Ambox, really AMBOX are going to be pretty nasty. They could be really I good, actually yeah. think they're going to be a, a really solid team in this next stage, but but there's nothing to, to back up, to. up
1: currently and it's going to be a new roster right i feel like so, there's
3: nothing for any team to back up the tenth on a spot. Fucking
0: new roster but i think that, no, this tenth I think spot we, might be a gamble yeah, I like think we a, have
3: to throw g2 there or, a gamble on g2 or, or yeah. yeah because I there's no so.
0: there is no team that's proven enough to take the 10th spot in the world based off actual results i mean if it was based off results or like the strength that they've shown recently
3: I think maybe if it would be throwing on, like guild in there. Yeah, or that's or what I was gonna say. If you're going off results, it mm. would be guild or hundred thieves because those are the two <clears other throat> like, teams who did well in the last. Oh, like oxygen in the last. <laughs> okay. you know what no, I mean. Like, no, we get into to crazy time <laughs>
2: gaming. What? CIS on top. <laughs> One breath gaming. They beat Gambit <laughs> we time can... to
1: go in.
3: Yeah. What about <laughs> Vision Strikers? No, nope. <laughs>
1: definitely okay. not. What
3: about damn one gaming? No.
0: <laughs> damn one. Okay. If, no. if okay, Vision just, Strikers' okay, just, new players can catapult them upwards, yeah. then yeah, at that point. But I don't know where to think of them. I mean, they have changed two fundamental roles on their team where I, I don't know whether...
3: What if we uh, it's roll a the like
0: dice? G2 or heretics or something? All
3: Who right. do we have-
2: here's how we pick the top 10. How to trigger the most people.
3: Let's go. <laughs> okay, no, here's no, no. no, no. Here's, <laughs> here's where I'm at with this phase. Uh, plot
2: chat. We just fucking got third. Let's no, go. that's Look, true. We chat. we
3: did kind of pop off. True. Either. We did kind of pop off. Um, I think that the 10th spot is. I think it's reasonable to probably put whoever we feel is better of Heretics in G2 based on the, just speculation. I, I don't see what other team... I want to leave it blank. You want to leave it yeah, blank? I do. I want to leave it
0: blank because I feel like any team that we put in there we don't have a solid enough argument for, and there's no real reason why we should do a top 10. There's no good reason why I we should shove it. some random team into 10th when sure there's it's there's just an no arbitrary number yeah it's just an arbitrary it's number it's just the
3: power ranking number yeah, we don't need just, to follow it just make it okay, top 9
1: we should get us we need to get a png of like a bingo free space and put that <laughs> in there and then we'll be good
0: yeah or i mean you can just leave it open for people in the comments to think who they would put in that slot because yeah. i i really think that this spot is up for grabs for anyone domestically and I feel relatively good about the other nine teams that we have up there. Like For some of them, like Gambit, it's about the potential and the, the like, peaks of what they've shown, but they still have to prove it massively. For other teams like Ascend, it's based on some of what they have shown, but it's also a bit of a new roster. For other teams like FPX, it's because they're excellent but have flopped in big moments, so you can't put them any higher than sixth. And But for every team up there, there's a good reason why they're in the top ten.
3: yeah i'm okay with that i'm okay with that
1: i mean i I, i'm fine i'm fine with that because throwing in some random team that we don't know is gonna doesn't really help us at all like because i realistically i cannot think of a team to take 10 like the only team that is coming to my to mind for me still is 100 thieves but that's still like just kind of based off the fact that like they've done okay and they have a stable roster and not actually the fact i believe they're the 10th best team yeah
0: so. I, I think there's so much opportunity, though, for other teams to come and take these spots. People like G2, Heretics, um, people like Envy, 100 Thieves, Anbox, Like Any of these teams domestically could make a big splash in the qualification stages towards Berlin to the point where you start ranking them up with these teams easily. It's just that they haven't shown it yet. Um, but there are a ton of teams like, with that potential to be able to move up into those levels. Do we feel all right with this? Are there any major gripes still? We kind of breezed over seventh through ninth, but I feel like it's pretty good.
3: I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. Fine
0: with it.
2: I think V1 at third is very, very. Uh, with with everything that's going on around that team, it's very, very uh, optimistic. Yeah, but
0: fuck it, we do it live. Who would Bala? Who would you put in third if it was just up to you? Is that where FPX would go? yeah oh yeah yeah oh, no, See, no, no. that's no it is so tempting. Yes. i do love that no. team but they just i know they lead the pack all the way up until it they matters. fail. yeah <laughs> oh yeah god yeah i mean you can't i don't know i understand people that want to rate them and want to give up on them like you I'm towards Bala. It's just
3: that I try to hold my simping down. I do feel like it's probably a matter of time with them, but
0: it just is. It's but only it's... a matter of
3: time until they get a top but three spot. But it's been a matter of time for so long. It's been a matter of time for so so long. What's happening?
1: <laughs> what are you guys doing? What are you doing? Cause, What's happening? Cause happening here? Swapping
0: around FPX and Liquid. He's slowly <laughs> rising FPX upwards. <laughs> the momentum.
3: <laughs> no. <yesterday>. no, no. <laughs> No. I mean, for, yeah. Version no, one, are, no, no. version one are probably not going to have a great first qualifier. Uh, but once their roster is back together, I'll have faith again. But it's annoying doing
0: power rankings where you have to balance results with pure speculation about how teams are going to do. Because <laughs> if there was a, 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 let's say, if this was an eight-team bracket with um, one of the teams disappeared or whatever, yeah, I would. Not expect version one and Newton to make semis, like with consistency. Those those teams are there because they did prove something, not yeah. because I would expect them to again. Yeah, you know yep. the expectations are much higher for 6th through ninth than they are for third through fifth. But third through fifth are there on basis yeah. of what they have yeah. actually achieved. That, right.
2: That's why I was I was I was kind of frustrated when we. Well, it's not like anything we did. I just like this situation is hard to hard to do anything real actually we might be in that situation like the entire length of valorant just because yeah. of vct and how it's structured probably we might not. not have any other like global tournaments that are not vct based
3: this is way impossible dude i think i fucking hope we do cloud nine and Anbox are about to come out swinging i could and see rise it. up the ranks i could definitely I, see I it
2: i <laughs> love well, the Anbox roster right now
0: I want to pivot into some of the NA roster changes. This, this is our top nine platchat World Power Rankings coming out of Iceland. Um, some speculation for the future, some results-based as well. Make of that what you will. And comment below in the, uh, in the comments section. Well, first of all, what you would change from ours, because I know that there's going to be people just molding about all sorts <laughs> of different shit. And FPX is going to end up on, like, third, and a bunch of people, I guarantee it.
1: I guarantee yeah. FPX is going to end up on third for so many people. Yeah,
0: I think, we were, I think we held our simping down a lot for FPX, that and people good. are still going to think we're overrating them. But anyway, the, <laughs> if, you, if you have someone you, you think is a clear shot for 10th, post them in the comments as well, if you think we overlooked someone or someone has a stronger argument that we're giving them credit for. Na roster changes, though? Let's, let, let's start with Anbox, because we were talking about them as well. Mm-hmm. They signed JC Stanny. How good do you think this team is going to be?
3: I have a lot of faith in Anbox, actually, going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not to the extent that I, 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 I don't foresee them necessarily like winning out in NA or um, being uh, like a dominant team up there with sen that kind of thing that no but i think they're they're entering the space where i I feel they could definitely be a consistent like top top five top six team and be and in close contention with pretty much all the teams above them because i think they have a pretty unique approach to the game i think they added a lot of firepower with stani i have a lot of faith in him Individually, yeah. he's just
0: been mega consistent and a rock for Immortals whenever he was playing with them.
3: Yeah, I, a very smart player. I, I I agree. I think that was a great addition, and I also think that I think that Stani had a lot of options in his free agency. Yeah, and I think that it's telling that he decided to go to Anbox, who would probably be on paper they're not necessarily they're not necessarily uh, a team that jumps out as like. They have a, a massive brand, and they, they're going to, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're not going to be doing a lot to push him as a, an individual. They don't really have that pull like the uh, other larger orgs in, in the scene. Um, but the fact that he went there, I think, is telling as to what they're doing behind the scenes that would incentivize someone like him to be there. Also, that I think the roster was working. And I think as of, you know, when we last saw the model was looking nasty on Duelist. Yeah. Ye was looking mega consistent on Mm Sage. I think their roster is really good. I think Stani adds like a a third piece of sick firepower to to go alongside those two. And they again they have a unique approach to the game. They they actually they put in the effort to approach the maps with their own unique comps and also um uh with unique setups with those comps too. I mean through through the qualifier run we saw plenty of rounds where they just had a unique little utility play that I've never seen any other team do. They just thought of it themselves, and it would win around. Um, and if they're the type of team that's doing that consistently and putting in the effort, I have a lot of faith. And their supports are, their supporting players are great, too. Like Vice had a great tournament. I, yeah. I am definitely excited for the Anbox roster moving forward.
2: I think this piece is a, a perfect piece for them to... Be slightly better where they need to be because honestly, they were bringing sentinels to the brink every time they played them. They beat them in challengers, too, right? And then they they lost to them in the lower bracket or something like that when sentinels made the run back up. But boy, is the guy who's getting replaced on this team. It might not, yes. yeah, the controller yeah. He used to play yes. and boy. for them. Yeah, um, so JC Stanley coming in to fill that role. I'm kind of disappointed that he might, I mean, he still might play Silva in some places, but he was also a really good controller um and also play jet but i don't think that you know we're gonna swap least vice or yay off of it would the, be yay Ye, yeah Ye, Ye.
1: they're not gonna swap um, yay
2: i think that this is this is perfect i honestly think that they are a contender for top four in na now and i think that they're one of the teams that can really strike at sentinels uh
0: jc stunning also had a tweet where he was um he he power ranked the other North American teams. And, and their expectations. Um, I don't know whether you can find that on JC Stanley's Twitter account, but he, had, he didn't list himself, obviously. He didn't list Anbox, but then he, he went through all the others. And I thought this would be a fun tool for going through, sorry, some of the other North American teams that were going on as well. Um, obviously, he had Sentinels up there as like best in North America, and then his other tier one teams. A lot of the people, like as you work down the list, a ton of them have made recent... Roster moves and shuffles all over the place. Are you all scrambling to try and find the tweet? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking through it right a... now. i it I'm wasn't looking a, through a tweet. Media and I haven't no. seen. Oh, I just posted on the Valorant <laughs> channel. Apologies, it was probably a screenshot from his uh, stream, from his stream or something. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, my bad. Um, so here's the teams that he had in Tier One. Now, if you just take a look at Tier One as well, Envy themselves have had some roster changes, right? So. Envy, mm-hmm. or rather, reported roster changes, I believe. Um, again, we, because we're kind of flying through some of these roster changes, I want to try and give credit to the people that have reported these too. Um, so if if uh, Bala or Vas could do some research for us and find out what George, the, the origin of some of these. Is it always George Geddes from Upcomer?
2: Oh, always George Geddes. He's, like a, he's so good. Yeah. He finds everything. He's like a dog. Sniffs every fucking little roster change out. And he knows. And it's always, always actually... I haven't seen him be wrong.
0: No, I haven't seen him once be that. inaccurate once. No, But Envy have also recently been uh, uh, spotted trialing Marv'd as well. Um, what do you guys think of that roster? If it was minus Caboose plus Marved?
1: I am going to be honest.
4: I don't really know. Like, well... I- it's tough because I guess bringing in Marv does this make this roster work better at
1: all, right? Because the thing is, is that like Caboose could play certain agents and the controller, while well, Marv has traditionally been on the controller for a while now. But like, what does this do for the rest of the roster, right? Like, how does that change some of the other agent pool for Envy?
3: I mean, the the main thing it fixes is that they would have a dedicated controller, and Mummy would be presumably playing more jet right yeah i mean that seems like the obvious thing that they're going for i mean this isn't also not even a confirmed move so it's very reasonable though that i think that's something they'd want to try while they're looking for a free agent is returning mummy to to probably playing a lot of jet and uh you know ironing out the roles because that has been always that has been an awkward spot ever since that roster came together Uh, since day one that was something we were talking about that there' roll overlap with Caboose yep. and food and it's or Victor now I'm sorry and it's uh, that's, a, that's an awkward situation that they've been trying to rectify with an uh, an immense amount of roll swaps for the last however many months
0: uh, yeah uh, a like long eight time. months
3: yeah. now and, and they
0: had mummy oping on Astra and Opping yeah,
3: omen it, and all sorts of stuff like and that and also Mummy was still his opping is still nasty it is yeah. I mean his, his actual just raw op aim last we saw it was fucking crazy and i think a lot so, of the north american teams are uh just sticking to jet the the
0: meta has been i mean jet was the most picked agent of masters 2 if you're not running a jet you're missing out on a lot that you can do with the op but also just dodging a shit ton of utility playing in angles and catching people off guard being able to yeah the, there's just so many the jet knives as well there's so much stuff that that agent could do that aren't available to other people that I think Envy are probably going to want to lean heavily into that.
2: Yeah. Go out on a limb and say they're not going to pick up marv I, I just don't think that's a good fit. I, I, I think they're friends or something. I know that FNS is close with, with marv and whatnot, but I, I just don't think that's a good fit. I think that'll make them way more, um, I don't know if the word is chaotic, but just unfocused. Um, where marv fit well with the other guys in phase. See, but, I... yeah, I'll go out on a limb and say yeah. I don't think that's going to happen.
0: I think the phase guys would probably be better on any team apart from each other. Do you know what I mean? I think that (laughs) phase together was... I mean, it was interesting when they got it working for one tournament, but that was a flash in the pan that I don't think they're going to be able to replicate. And I think that the players are skilled, but they're in this environment where they just cannot get structure themselves but if you took any of those players out and put them into another team that had pre-existing structure i would believe in those phase players you put baby Bay into another team fuck yeah he's gonna pop if he's your wild component in another team that has a lot of structure in it hell yeah i think the same for marv as well potentially i think a lot of his over like playmaking um tendencies can be controlled a bit more in a team that has more structure I think that that, I, I think you might see better stuff from Marv than we've seen since he first came into the scene and had like crazy potential at the beginning. I think this could be very good for him. I don't even know about yes. like Envy overall, but for Marv himself, yeah, I good, agree with I, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I one more
2: thing too is that I think that teams who are making changes based on things like why you're talking about, like role swaps and whatnot, are making a mistake because of. How likely we are to see a drastic meta shift with episode three. Like I just dude, there is no shot that we're still gonna have like a really significant post plan. I'm guessing there's gonna be jet nerfs too. Like I just think it's crazy to do that rather than picking up somebody who's just optimally fitting good in the team and is just really, really good. Mm. Yes, you should be thinking about the roles, but specifically picking to get somebody who fits a certain agent that you wanna play. I think it's crazy.
0: An interesting point. This, of course, all assumes as well that the Isik report does not implicate Marv in any match fixing, which has been something hanging over his head. There's speculation Mm. about it for a long time. Yeah, but
1: the timeline seems like it's. I mean, what was the last timeline? It was supposed to be like when we last talked about Isik. It was supposed to be like two weeks, and now it's been like a
4: month and a
0: half. It's been way more. It's been two way more than that. Yeah.
1: So like. At this point, I don't even know when. Like, you can't even. I don't, I don't know. These like, guys are going to be retired
0: they... before they get banned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like seriously, yeah. seriously, they are. Uh, and and yeah, it just so creates so no much, idea. so much uncertainty around the scene as well in terms of which people are even, like, applicable free agents. But it seems like Envy are willing to give Marv the shot. It's all incredibly blurry right now. It's a horrible situation to be in, both as a a player that's got the focus on you and also an organization looking to pick up free agents. And I'm sure it's mm-hmm. not comfortable for Isik either having to delay their report for month upon month upon month. The original expectation was October. I mean, that's just insanity, isn't it? Yep. Um. Okay, let's shift focus a little bit. Um. Going from Envy, who were the other teams that he had in Tier 1? He had Version 1, Um. but we'll get onto the Zelsis stuff later. Who was the other team he had in tier one? Hundred and, and cloud nine. Oh, cloud but, nine. Let's oh. talk about cloud nine then as well because it's been oh, rumored yeah. for a while that Zeppa was brought in to kind of sit on the bench and eventually get moved up to the main roster. But Avast, you got the the juice from a recent cloud nine podcast.
1: Well, I mean, also yeah, and then George uh, gets also confirmed. But DDK was doing a um the the C nine. The C9 the nine. show, they call it like the Nines, with they had a bunch of C9 people yeah. like Mel and Zeppa, and they were just like, uh, this Zeppa was like, Yeah, I am stepping in over poise.
3: I like okay. the idea of a getting the juice from the C nine podcast. He just has his ear to the he has his ear to the pods he was listening closely. Uh, what can I say? You know me, I check R9 my Spotify Blue? list, Wait see what's second.
1: updated, <laughs> I head on in. I I I do episode a of the, the guy. <laughs>
3: yeah Yeah. isn't that what it's i don't know yeah it's called the nines yeah that's how to tune in he's got us he he, he got the juice for us i'm huge
1: into podcasting perhaps if you've heard of uh podcasting i'm a podcaster i went to austin (laughs) for a week uh, uh,
3: yeah it's (sighs) actually horrific our storyline of our lives just what do you mean no we're just so typical what do you mean just living... We White were, guys living in Austin, we were, we making li- podcasts. Yeah. Right, li- right. Living in California. Oh man, we got to relocate during the, the pandemic. Mm. Let's go to Austin so we can record our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so yeah. corny. It is very it's corny. It's a tragedy. And then also, oh shit, I need more money. I guess I got to be a live streamer. <laughs> it's just awful. But uh, I, I, do, I do like... Listen, I like this Cloud9 roster and I think they have a lot of potential. And a lot of people are investing in the Zeppa Valorant stocks. I'll tell you that because yeah. um, he does a young player. A lot of potential was upcoming in CS. He was sick there. So a lot of expectations coming in here. I will say though, disappointed that Poise got about 20 minutes to play with them, played very well, and now he's <laughs> fucking gone. Uh, they should have started him a long time ago on that roster. They didn't. They brought him in very late. He played really well while he was there, and now he's gone. But great free agent with a lot of potential on the market. I think that yeah. he should find another team because I I thought he was an excellent player for them. I think that where I also think that the errors he was making were they they were they couldn't be more obvious. So I think they're very easy to fix. Yeah, and it was also was, experience errors. I yes, think. yes, I, I absolutely yeah, I absolutely agree. So honestly, I, I am disappointed that he's just he was there for such a short period of time and now he's already gone. Because he was an entertaining player to watch and he was very good. But he will probably be on another team. And I still think Cloud Nine uh, are will gonna he, be sick. So Willie Cloud9 contract, will he be on another team? Uh, yeah.
1: Well <laughs> Well, I mean if he can work if they can work it out with tins, they can work it out with boys, right? So Yeah, it'll be at we'll least
0: like a five hundred left, right, and center. <laughs> be, we'll the see. Ford fiesta treatment is a vast
1: Um
0: yeah, that, that team, I'm very excited to watch Zepa play, honestly. We haven't seen him play yet within mm-hmm. Valorant, so I'm excited. If he's good enough to be able to bench Poise, he's got to be great. And, and that, I mean, Poise was playing really well. A lot of people are going to point to his inconsistencies and lack of experience, but when he was playing well, he was playing really fucking well. So yeah. if Zepa's mm-hmm. better than that and the team is playing better than they did during their qualification run for Iceland, this is going to be a nasty good team. Um. Dropping down a tier then, we have Gen.G. So Gen.G is uh, another squad which has been slowly making changes over time off the back of their their coach who came in and made a huge improvement for them. But their most recent change is that they ended up dropping Huin. Did they announce a replacement? I can't remember. Has no. anything been reported about that? Nature. Oh, no,
1: Nature. That's right. Was it wasn't Nature? Yeah. But wasn't Nature signed before this or was he signed after?
2: They benched Twin, then Nature got signed, and then they released Yeah, Win. that's what happened. So they had okay.
1: signed Nature before this, and then they officially released Win. So yes, it is yeah.
3: Nature. Yeah, sorry, I forgot about that. But, yeah, so really all that's all that's really changed is that twin is just officially a free agent. Um, yeah. How good do you think this team is going to be?
0: They they what, they placed third in Masters 1 of, uh, for North America. Then we had high expectations of them coming into the qualification run. They didn't really live up to those. Um, I I do really enjoy how Nature was playing on Immortals. He looked like a good talent. Was able to IGL as well, so I don't know whether that's going to take some, um, some weight off GMD's shoulders. It seems like a move that makes a lot of sense to me. I guess Nature... Is going to be playing duelist with Sean. Well, that's the thing. The- and GMD goes smokes.
3: Uh well, I, I I am a fan of this roster move. I think it's I think it was a good decision. I think it opens up a lot of possibilities for the team. They have players who can play a number of roles. Sean has the availability to Go back to the Sova Breach if he intends on doing so. GMD can play the Duelist. He can play the Breach as well. He can play Controller. Nature can play Duelist. He can play uh, the Sentinel. Kusta was experimenting a bit with other roles, and though perhaps the, the Sova switch with him didn't work immediately, also still relatively new to the game, and he could certainly still adapt to more roles as time goes on. I think that they have a lot of availability in that respect, which makes them a bit more, uh, you know, Meta proof. Like, I think that they have the ability to adapt. I also think that it'll be nice, possibly, for GMD to have to, yeah, like, not uh, necessarily be the in game leader. I know that MC, as the coach as well, likes to be very experimental in, in how they approach the game. He likes to try a lot of different comps. So, I think this is a good move. I think it opens up potentially Sean to go back to the Sova, which would be great. GMD to try Jules scan which would be I, great. I don't see how it opens that up, though. Because if Sean goes to Silver, it puts Mikhail in a really
0: uncomfy scenario. Like, what does he end up playing? Controller. Which he has done. KO. Yeah. KO, yeah. yeah. Or he plays Play KO. K-O. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking about things in too much of a structured meta way as well. When a lot of the compositions that we're seeing recently have been with, like, Double, not double controller. I fucking hate that terminology, but like Viper and a different smoker as well. Like maybe they're just gonna play that kind of stuff where it it frees up the roles and makes them a bit more free flowing on the team. I, I think this is gonna be more of the same for Gen G though. I don't think this drastically changes.
3: Really? Yeah. Okay. I will hold the opposite opinion. Yeah, I think think that this this is is probably gonna be a. I think you think this is gonna be the thing that
0: tips it. ...for Gen. G to be able to be consistently tier 1?
3: Um, I, I, I don't know if it's going to be the thing that makes them... Cons- well, I definitely think that this is a, a, a step in the right direction. I think that this is a good move. I think this is a good um, move.
0: I just don't think it moves the needle that much. I think it's a good move, but it's a small move. And I, I think Genji are good at making small, iterative changes to get better as a team but they're still pretty far away from like cracking into being a elite team in North America. I,
2: I think that you're overvaluing the stage 2 results by a long shot
0: where they because, underperformed
2: a bit. Yeah, they underperformed but they they didn't play. They didn't catch up to the meta. They didn't do anything like that and I feel like once they do it's just like they're back back in a top four
3: situation. Also, oh man, I don't know. Just thinking about if you do want to think about like just some of the just some of the potential options like on some of the maps depending on what they run they you know if gmd is still i mean gmd is obviously still insane he was really good yeah, on him he's good you know if they have him back on duelist they have nature on duelist who he was a freak when he was playing duelist we just never saw while he was on immortals because he was I he yeah. kind of and from what stani had said i remember he kind of just opted into like yeah sure i'll i'll be the in-game leader i think he just was okay yeah. with taking over for stani and doing that yeah um and then also uh you know playing a different role like a potential duelist of gmd in nature sounds pretty nasty if they want sean to play the uh initiator play the sova that like yeah I, I don't know i think that this is a, I think this is a good move I, I think this roster should be pretty sick okay i think honestly i think all a lot of the NA teams are just making good moves right now i think they're they're making the right decisions
1: yeah i don't know if this fixes jinji still but like arguably it's tough to argue with considering that a win had been inconsistent for a while i think like he'd show up occasionally like have a really good series or a map and then kind of like stop and then just like not be invisible, but rather be far less impactful after that i felt like jinji also built the way they played very heavily around like win and it did not like they were like they were still very much dependent on like okay, we're getting our jet in, but in very traditional ways. Uh, And we weren't really mixing it up in terms of how we were changing up our ancient composition or how we approach maps. They were just like, it felt like they were still playing the game from like months behind at points. I think nature adds a lot to this team. I think nature adds a lot to this team. I don't know if it fixes everything, but I think Genji is going to be better for sure.
0: Okay, let's try and rattle through some more of these a little bit. So we also had... Uh, Immortals signing Jonah P. I like that guy. I don't know what the hell the rest of the roster looks like, though, for Immortals. Yeah. And, uh, do, do we even know what that roster looks I, like? I don't. I, I don't have no, no so. clue. Not a clue. Zero but clue. But I did enjoy watching Jonah chain, P right? when he was playing on Complexity. Is this the full roster here? Yeah, Are they just keeping be. these unless guys? they're making more changes. I don't think they're...
1: Yeah, unless they're making... I guess, I guess they haven't made any more changes. So. I
0: assumed they were making more changes. I guess if they're keeping the same roster like this, yeah.
3: Sure. Kinda of cool. I mean, except what does what does Jonah P and Gangster play? play? Yeah. I mean, he there was a period in time where he was looking really good on complexity, but complexity kind of just fell off the map in twenty twenty one. So I didn't really you weren't really witnessing him against top competition. No, but, but he looked like he, he had potential. Like, yeah, he looked like a good player.
0: So I don't know what sure. this I don't know what this team is gonna do, but they've got some good pieces. Like I, I like all of these players. I just don't know how they're gonna fit the roles together or what they're gonna do. Like it's, it's just a farm team.
2: Yeah, sure. I like these players, but th- this team is just—it's just pieces. They're yeah. not together. That's what right? it they always keeps. Yeah. They keep having turnover and keep having turnover and keep having turnover. And like I said in previous episodes, like what does that do to the mentals of the players in the team? What does that do to Shot Up? Is he gonna continue to be able to maintain this with different teammates behind him every time trying to set him up? I don't think so. And I think it's yeah. a bad strategy.
0: That, unfortunately, though, is the way of the Immortals Gaming Club. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, what else we have? NRG. That was, there's uh, some interesting stuff going on with NRG and Xset as well. Um, I want to start with Xset, actually, though, because with, with Weeded being out of the picture, I, we all kind of assumed that JC Stanley was going to be able to fill that role, or going to want to fill that role. Oh. And instead... They've gone with deaf. <laughs> Who or what was that in the background?
1: I'm My go dog check was, was barking it. at something. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what, but... Your dog's just eating
0: a gallon of Nutella and is puking up everywhere, I think.
1: No, maybe I don't think that's it. She probably saw, like, another dog outside or something <laughs> like that. She's just, like, freaking out.
0: Um, yeah, I think the exit set change is really interesting, though. Adding death to exit set is... I have I love watching death. It, he's... A talented player and IGL, and it's so unfortunate that his team just sank.
3: I yeah. agree. I think this is a this great is a roster reveal. Is
1: silly. <laughs> what a, this is a silly yeah. roster reveal. <laughs> yeah. I,
3: this. Uh, I, I. This is another good move. I think. I think this is the best decision. Best decision for X set. Uh, really. Just, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just up mind as as. <laughs> I, As the commentator, I, I think that Exit needed uh, a, a, a more experienced IGL with perhaps a bit more previous CS:GO slash TAC FPS experience to uh, round out their their actual gameplay. Because individually they're good, individually they're creative. As a team, they're creative. But what okay. they needed help with was formulating their attack sides and i think they need You're making an experience the point that, that i would
2: like to make like, uh, but i feel like you should be making the point where like but def plays cypher and twifos on the team it's like what no are you i gonna mean do that doesn't really roles? matter
0: i think They've, def has played okay. a little bit of omen and shit before as well hasn't he also i like the idea of getting def the fuck off sentinel to be honest because def felt like he couldn't have as much impact from that role i feel like he felt I don't know, whenever I was watching him, it felt like he was very limited when he was playing that. Like, he couldn't have a proper hand in what the team was doing. In the last
2: things that he was playing, he was playing Omen. So, I I haven't watched him that recently. Apparently, he switched to Omen at some point, which is good.
0: I, I think it's a good fit for the team.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Xset yeah. already had I, the pieces. I love the point that, that Wyatt's making, though, about death and being able to actually change something because BCJ was like, yeah, we're going to change something. And it was like, uh, it's the same stuff. Like, we're just fucking five manning certain places. Uh, so yeah. it's really good that they have somebody who really knows the CS way to call.
3: This actually could level up Xset. They already have the pieces. They already have the players and they already have the ability to be creative. And uh, especially on the defense side, have a lot of unique, interesting setups. They're good with the utility of the game. They have good minds for the game. They don't have... Def brings the, the final piece, I think, sure. of what they actually need. Um, I, I think that this could actually... This might be the change for Exit. This might take them over the, over the top. Because really, all that was remaining for them was their attack halves just sucked. They were really bad. That was, that was what was always needed to take them over the top, where they could actually... Okay, this might be a legit top contender for like top like qualifying for the next LAN yeah, yeah, tier like they yeah. could be in the top three because NA has three slots right I think to qualify um, like this is a reasonable they could be in the top three and make LAN really, team I think sure i asked did you want to say something there
4: I was just
1: th- contemplating on the fact that I have yet to see a roster move where I've been like oh huh, that's kind of bad or like not weird yet the only one that i've been like i'm on the fence about is in the marved one and then everything else i've been like pretty good so it ain't looking kind of stacked
0: okay what about nrg they they have not solidified who their fifth is going to be but they recently lost daps who was their igl mechanical master etc etc um (laughs) who stepped down and is retiring from professional play i don't know whether that means he's looking for some coaching slot or whatever but he's uh yeah he's he's not going to be a pro player anymore apparently so I don't know whether that was planned for an RG. they don't seem to have a replacement immediately lined up or anything uh there've been reports about them trialing what jammies and some other people as well who are the other people that were like I didn't see.
3: leaked I, I, I mean, Jamies has anything. been trying out for every team. It seems oh, no, like. sorry. Yeah, it was Jammies, Jammies was trying boost. for Phase or something, wasn't he? Yeah, there was yeah. Some, yeah. Some, some leaked screenshots. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I
0: think I was mixing that up there. I don't think that Jammies has been trying for NRG, although I don't know. Um, oh, here we go. George Geds, again. Former Dignitas player Rara has, has trialed for the squad. Dude, Rara is a very good player. He's absurd. Extremely good. Nasty. But also, he we haven't really seen him play anything other than Rainer, have we? Like also, dude. Have we seen him play any role that actually requires like utility usage and team play rather than just rifling and, and getting into crazy positions dudes? like fuck? I, I, don't know. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but that
3: is that what NRG needs? Do they really need just another guy to go kill? I mean that Dude.
2: their squad is Tex? Android, I know, rah rah. If they had that <laughs> shit, bro, I would rank them. I don't care. I mean,
0: yeah. that, yeah, maybe, but they might. I Who takes over calling? That's my I mean, big question. Yeah. I, Do they have I a mean, better understanding it. of the game? <laughs> no it need would, to call when you shoot real good. I mean, e, e. EU did chuckle for the T1 Academy, yeah, Academy and team and, and stuff. And
3: for right? T1 when he was with them briefly. Yeah. Um, mm. So I presumably it would be EU sure i don't know uh, this i feel this this roster should be fucking crazy i have high, uh, there will forever be high expectations i think for this roster because it's just on paper it's absurd we've seen every player on this roster have just vanguard needs to investigate their pc moments it's just a ridiculous scene but i'm just waiting for the big moment I'm it, waiting on the yeah. big result. It feels like also they should be over... molded
1: because of Josh yeah. RT, right? Like everyone said, Josh RT should be such a hidden gem. He' was of the coach. working with them for a while, and Come like maybe he just has not had the the piece of marble he needs to sculpt his David.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or maybe there've been some like conflicts with Daps and stuff as well. Those kind of things could also hasten uh, moves like this. I don't know. It's it's a uh, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. Uh, the other one would obviously be like phase potentially looking for a, a fifth after Marv thinking of moving over to other teams. Who the hell knows what's going on there? Everybody in the world trialing for them too, including some leaked screenshots of Jammies. And Jammies definitely proved himself. So, uh, But nothing concrete to go on there either. The final team that I wanted to get to, we want to analyze, some might say examine, mm. the state... Of the pros on T1. Okay. How would we phrase that properly? How would we phrase that? Like a, like a T1 pro state exam. Like mm, a pro state yeah. exam. Yeah. Right. And so we've got the gloves. Yep. These are extremely professional medical gloves. And why I'd love you to put
3: those on and give oh, us yeah. a little... Can you don those? Mm-hmm. Well, you, you want me to give T1 Make the sure pro state exam? Make sure to snap them back. I want, oh, I
0: want yeah. you to give, oh. I want you to give T1 the pro state okay, exam. Probably- We'll, we'll
3: see if I can get this.
1: Yeah, you generally don't right. need two gloves for this no. because that would require your double well, Probably wingerie, not, but, but just in case.
3: Okay. Just in you case. Got, you got, you're dual no, wielding, that but also that's fine. can't get that glove on. So we only need one. Okay, so it's a left-handed approach here. Yes.
0: T1 had... um, We did not talk about it on the show that much, but they had drama aplenty recently. It feels mm. like the, the Pulitzer Prize was long delayed, but fraud is kind of trickling it out over a long period of time. And then there was the, there was all of this shit that I think he was talking about on a podcast or something of uh, internal harassment within the team and Spider feeling very uncomfortable, threatening to or not threatening, that makes it sound too, uh, too uh, one-sided or in, uh, aggressive for uh, Spider, but <laughs> Spider was just saying that he wanted to quit multiple times, but they they persuaded him to stick with the team. Apparently worked out their differences, but then also Dazed has now left. What the fuck is going on over
3: there? Doctor? Doctor? What's going on over there? Doctor Valorant, Uh,
0: what's going on in T1? What do they need to do? Please analyze
3: the state of my pros. Well, I think the first issue... The main issue that it has always seemed to, to, to be the case with T1 is that who is the who who is who's steering the ship here? Who is the one driving T1? Who is the one with the vision? What is the vision really? Uh, that that has been a question I think about T1 for almost since the beginning of their existence. Yeah, I mean, I, I just. Like, who was the one who brought Spider—like, the bringing in Spider was—it's not that Spider's bad, but, like, that was a strange move in itself, and then it's, like, this odd mix of bringing in the old guard from I by Power, but then also Spider somehow fit into that, but then they, you know, like, they trialed EU for a little bit, but they didn't go with him— it's just been an odd. It's been an odd uh, uh, roster in gar- in regards to their decision making. Obviously, all the issues behind the scenes. It just doesn't seem like T1 has ever had a good leader behind them, keeping everything in line. They have a vision that they're going to execute. Yeah, It's felt very messy for this entire year. It seems Frantic,
2: like
0: was right
2: schizophrenic. Like they're just going on two different.
0: Yeah, very much all over the place. I think. It seems like uh, it seems like fraud was never really given the keys to the car. wasn't allowed behind the steering wheel, and it was Wawa driving the kind of spider coming in and the, the personnel and stuff. I don't know whether dazed. Days- always had his hand on the steering wheel either because there seems like there was some serious conflict between Dazed and Fraud in terms of what Fraud was going was driving
2: on. with one hand and Dazed is sitting in the, in the passenger yeah. seat with his one hand as well. Yeah. And then Wawa is the self-driving guy who's like inputting the fucking GPS. In
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like. And I think it seems to me from all the stuff that's been going on that David Denis came in as a bit of a holistic approach to solving these problems it makes a lot more sense when you realize that there were some h- horrific personality problems between individuals and an inability to communicate and hash things out properly that he would be a really good person to bring in mm-hmm. and try and solve those disputes yeah. in the coaching position yeah like he seems like he has the skills that t1 needed yeah. at that point in yes. time and you can understand how those situations might have been resolved much more effectively under his leadership. Nevertheless, days has left, and now T1 are again... I mean, is David Denis going to be the the guy at the helm? Yeah, David Denis. David is, Denis he, comes into
1: play. David Denis <laughs> might have
0: been a great solution for the T1's problems then. Is he a really good driver for the future? That might need somebody else, some different person at the helm, some other IGL
3: or some other strategic coach or whatever. What do you think, Doctor? Well, according to this article, I mean, obviously, yeah, so they're going to be removing Dazed and then they might, yeah, so they, they may also remove Spider or just an anonymous second player from the team? I think Spider was thinking of leaving, no, it but we'll didn't. says will
1: remain on the roster in the report. Uh, it just yeah. says
3: at the top they're thinking about removing one or two players, no?
0: Yeah, because originally they were thinking of they were thinking Spider
3: okay. was going to leave, I think, of his own sure. volition, and he decided to stay with them. Anyhow, so that leaves them without an IGL. They have Spider, Curry, Skadoodle, and Automatic, which is a very... It's a, just a strange group of individuals to have on a team. It There's... It, that, which is not necessarily anything wrong with that, but they're, they're, they seem... Uh, it just seems so disjointed. It's, it just feels very thrown together. I don't know what in-game leader will be bringing this together, but I suppose that's the question. Is that what they need? An IGL? Or do they need to change more at this point? Because I think we're existing in this odd space where they had Skadoodle. Skadoodle has been this support player for the team, yet every time he plays uh, an aggressive role, he's always sick. He was really good. He was, his jet was nasty. He was great on rays, but he feels determined to be a support player. Yeah. And then you have Automatic, who's still trying to kind of find his footing in the game. And then Spider, who's just one of the most unique players, I think, to watch. Just his, his approach to the game is one of a kind. Like, if yeah. you show me a POV and got rid of the name of Spider, you would recognize that it is Spider quite quickly. Yeah. He is a very... He's an interesting player, and he's, he's good. And then they also have Curry, who's probably been the high point of the of the team as of late. I think that his play, you think? Yeah, I think. Yeah, Yeah, he's looked pretty good. Yeah, he's looked. I think he's been the high point of the team recently. His 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 Mm -hmm. sentinel play was really good. His wiper on icebox was good. He's. I think he's been.
0: I can't help but think, man, he just (laughs) sits in the spawn every bloody round on attack.
3: Yeah, I mean, it it is it is silly on attack. Little
0: pace that it's just.
3: I, well, I so don't is know. It, but do they? Is that what they need? A fiery leader to inject some gusto in their attacking rounds? If have I them was stop sitting and spawn, listen, I'm not the doctor, so uh-huh. I'm not
0: going to profess to have a medical opinion here. Okay, but okay, if I was one, I'd be thinking that a lot of this prostate needs to be removed, like just carving yeah. it out. A lot of this needs to be out of here I, because it's it's swollen, inflammatory, and causing big distress to the rest of the body. <laughs> do <laughs>
2: Good doodles. We dropping days and then going. For Who is the two?
1: prostate in this? I don't understand that's exactly I, which when, person is personified. As- uh,
0: by by the prostate, sorry, I mean the sorry, I I meant the prostate. The uh, the whole of T1. <laughs> I mean that yeah. more people need to be carved out of this roster. I feel they don't have even a good nugget to build from. I don't understand even what the core of this team is. That's kind or of all the was, identity. That's what I was getting. at. I don't like, get it. The players they have. Yeah, it's who is it? Skadoodle and what, Spider?
3: Yeah, Maybe? that's kind of the core now. But I don't. Uh, Curry Curry is part of the core. Yeah, yeah sure. I, I guess just I saying that based on the time the timeline. But I I don't one possibility. Yeah, I I. What's the I, direction? What's the prognosis? I don't think it's unreasonable to just have a full prostate replacement. Just get an an entirely <laughs> new prostate. I think I don't think that's. I'm not sure if that's medically viable. (laughs) Where are you getting the new prostate from? Why wouldn't you just carve
0: some of it out?
3: But I don't know. What is? You want to put put a whole new prostate in there? Is there any part of the prostate that you're really dying to keep? Yeah. 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 What part? (laughs) The pleasure center, spider. Ah. God you're a nasty man. You are a nasty man. <laughs> Do you really, you would really keep Spider? I don't think Spider's, Spider's okay. I, I would. If we're T1, T1 has spent one billion dollars on this roster. There should be results. <laughs> yes, the, sure. T1 should not be playing for 10th place, which is what they've been doing all year. They came into the game, we're signing Brax. And and we're we're signing him for three million or whatever the fuck it was, and then they bought all the old eye by power players. They bought out automatic from Gen G. They've spent a shitload of money on this team. They should be gunning for top. We should be going to we we should have Berlin possibilities. We should have champions possibilities. That's that's what is seems to be the idea from the organization. Yeah, I feel like the organization has. They committed to Valorant on day negative fifty. Yeah, when they, they signed yeah. Brax, they, they, they are in this for the the actual win. Then like, they, but, have but they, they have failed utterly and a, completely. Yeah, they have absolutely failed and on all on all accounts. That's... They've made bad roster decisions. They have bad leadership <laughs> and bad gameplay a lot of the time. Okay, but the, the, it so seems off, to me Jesus. it's true. Am I am I am I off? I'll just go fuck it off. Like, I mean, you know? you're my point that is,
1: he won head coach gig now, pal. That's my well, point is, you. if the,
3: there there's a, I think it's a viable option for them to just remove the just remove the prostate, Dignitas? get a new one. Oh, right. Just hit the yeah. reset button. Okay. There's a shitload of talent in NA on a lot of the un, unsigned even lower tier teams. I think that you could. I think it's more reasonable to potentially build something new at this point yeah. I don't there's no player on the team that I'm dying to keep May, I, I think the? I think Curry has been good maybe keep him and I don't know maybe Curry and Skadoodle if Skadoodle but I don't understand Skadoodle's desire to want to play Astra. I don't understand it. Yeah. He is just one of the players. are we players- sure it's
1: Skadoodle pushing it or if it's just because of the fact that the team feels like they can't play it, so Skadoodle says, I'm going to play it because like I'll try to flex for the team, right? Could it be an issue of Skadoodle saying, I need to do this because my team is incapable of functioning well around. like they can't play it, so I'm going to be the one to step in and do it, right? Like, what if Skadoodle's in a roster where he doesn't feel the need to flex off of Duelist and he can be on Duelist full time?
0: Yeah. I think that's possible, but also it doesn't really change the um, solution of being that you have to replace a large number of people.
1: Oh yeah. Because- I'm just saying personally I think Scoodle would still you could you could leave that one bit of flesh left in the pro state, you know, you could leave <laughs> that bit. The Skadoodle bit. Yeah. If I were if I, I were doing if I had my fingers up there, you know.
3: I would happily keep sk- Fingers multiple, you nasty <laughs> I would, man. I would happily keep Skadoodle if we we stop with this sk- skedoodle support theory. Mm. I, I it's not even that it's not ah, even that yeah, he's necessarily deep. bad on those roles. It's just that he has so much more to offer. It's painful. Yeah. So I, I That would be the main... That would be a caveat to keeping him, I think. It would be cool to see them pick up one
0: of the rosters that still has gaps in it and use some of their existing personnel to fill those gaps. Like, if they had picked up... I don't know. (laughs) If they had picked up... Who's one of the teams that just made a, a change? If they'd picked up the X set lineup or the, the, some of the players from NRG or whatever and tried to combine a pre existing roster with theirs to make something that was better than both sides of the parts. Um, I'm sure there are better examples Wasn't than the ones that Rara. Isn't Rara also
3: listed. on T1 Academy, by the way?
0: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, right? like,
3: come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, They've... Uh, it's just painful. They had EU and Rara on their Academy team, man.
0: Yeah. They've like, passed over. On. I feel like their problem is that they just picked up a load of players that were known in CS that didn't transition effectively whatsoever.
3: And the automatics hey,
0: might still be. Go on, ball.
2: Imagine if it worked, though. Imagine if they got the iBuy Power Core and it worked. That shit would have yeah. blown the yeah. fuck up. So, Very true. Hey, good risk, in my no,
0: it was. It's fine to go for that but I feel that they have meandered now in trying to revive the corpse of Eyeback Power for long enough. And having yes. now discarded most of the major pieces, it's time to really address whether or not your necromancy skills are even applicable <laughs> anymore. And so go for something fresh and new. I, I don't see how you fix T1. I, I don't see how it's possible. I don't think that their expectations and what they have can ever align. I just don't think so. Uh, yeah. And at some point, I, yeah, I, I think agree. they've got to face that too.
2: I have a very structured approach here. Drop Skadoodle, bring in a passive IGL, and bring in a- ANs. Just start, start fucking going for it and just build this team up.
0: Build like a mixed Curry Korean Western spider, team, ans, oh, I A&S, and A and yeah. yeah, they have, ideas. I have no, I have no idea how good Ans is at the moment, but yeah, probably yeah. a talent worth investing into. And also, I feel like you need to commit. To, the The addition of Spider at the beginning was so weird because you have all of these like old veteran CS players, like old timey NA pros, that. A part of the old boys club, almost. And then you're just throwing in not just a new player, not just a rookie player, but a rookie Korean player that doesn't even vibe with them on a like cultural North American basis. That was always destined to cause problems. I'd love to see them lean more into a mixed young roster and Mm -hmm. try and put Spider more in his comfort environment by... Injecting a lot of hungry young talent that comes from a variety of backgrounds into this team. I honestly, I, I don't want to see them if...
3: go for just proven talent at this point. I no, think you they, have to they, take a they need to a punt. They need to put yeah. They need to put the uh, the money and effort that they put into buying a lot of these players out and uh, into uh, selling them. <laughs> into uh, no into, into into scouting and actually uh, building up. The young players that they have, you know, missed out give, on. Give up, up this on this dreams point. of champions, give up on anything yeah, like that, and just, and just definitely grow a, a, a small area. There, there are fruit. I mean, there are crazy free agents out there that yeah. they can de- I mean, Rara is a free agent. Caboose they, is a free agent. We did. Sure. Well, supposedly Caboose is a free agent. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, we don't know whether he's already locked in another team for sure, but that, that even ostensibly, that, that even like just that's, you just we did who you just mentioned ball like if you if they if they hypothetically if they hit the reset button or even kept whatever but like if they just got rah-rah and we did that would have me way more in, interested in their future prospects than yeah. anything leading up to this point yeah Ra rah we did jammies
0: was, who are the other ma- like monster for you? I mean, that sounds like there? a way better team than what they have right now. I mean, they still—I
1: mean, they still have <laughs> technically just... the theoretical possibility if they're going full reset just to bring up On since he hasn't played in the team yet and then cool. just put On. Yeah, Ons and it, I mean, into if it, right? Ons
3: just ends up being nasty, sure. Yeah, cool. put I him mean, in that's...
1: like
0: a Zappa scenario. I think looking at T1 in, through the same lens as Cloud9 will be really important for them because Cloud9 just ship a Theseus their way to success. They had a really. They they invested in a poor roster at the beginning, okay, they didn't spend as much money as T1, and it was clear that that roster did not have the room to proceed, even though they had a player that was fantastic, and they slowly replaced a piece by piece over time until they kept only one player who was IGLing for them and had an entirely different roster around them. And even then, continue to iterate and have become good. That's the kind of transition that T1 need to undergo, I feel. But they also need someone at the helm who is just good at being able to do that. I believe it's time for a, an early Wyatt's Weekly Award. Yes.
3: Because Wyatt must yes. leave I, us I, I must after depart. Kurt, roll the tape. Oh. <laughs> I didn't see you there. It's time for Wyatt's Weekly Award. And dinner. <laughs> yep. I mean, this is, this, this is a simple one. We all know who it's going to. It's was Wyatt's Weekly Award. It's going to... Bala for, for the incredible Let's performance. Go! The astounding performance in the Code Red Boom TV 10K. Wanna take you take it? You get the chili yeah, award. You, thank
2: you. Thank you. Oh, wow, look. Uh, the award. Yep. My mouth.
3: An incredible performance from uh, Shabala. Balsam. <laughs> Chabala. <laughs> wow. You can see what I'm going for there, yeah. right? Yeah. The, the IGL, the jetting, the opping. you know yeah. what I mean? You can see I was going It's a little... No, I liked little, it. Okay. I liked it. Yeah, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, I liked okay, it. Keep Okay, going. perfect. Yeah, for, for, the, for the IGL skills, the ability to wrangle just not the greatest, sort of okay players, but well, not the best players, but the ability to, to bring them together. Under mm-hmm. one roof and, uh, you know, dominate some content creators in a tournament. We did actually <laughs> shit on content creators. Yeah,
0: content the, creators can't stand up to us. The only content creator that did well against us is Sean Garris' fucking Yoru on buying. That was infuriating That was against. <laughs> what a prick.
3: Well, I He's mean, not just
2: content creator. He's a fucking pro. Like, what is this? Shit? Yeah, but
3: uh, yeah, how I mean, did how the hell yeah. was he even allowed to play? I just don't know. He was only allowed to play because he hasn't gotten radiant this season yet. He, no, he had one game on radiant. I mean, we should be contacting the admins. I want, I want that overturn. <laughs> I want our second place. I want the five hundred dollars. Yeah. We
0: had the same record as their team as well. We had a higher round differential, too. We just lost the head-to-head. Um, just got unlucky, honestly. Furious about that. Just got Absolutely unlucky. Absolutely furious. I mean, you guys are right on
1: the cusp of Radiant, so you'll just get them next time.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. You'll get them next time. Yep. Very true. Yep. Yep. You should have yep. seen Josh's star placement. Oh, <laughs> oh listen. My <laughs> utility
0: usage, on point. My aim,
2: awful awful Dude. awful awful you were still, you were still fucking top fragging some of those
3: games though like you're, you're just like i don't know, yeah i was
0: people. i was swinging trading and shooting them in the knees until they died <laughs> mm-hmm. and it
3: worked it did it and worked. it worked
0: that's partially. all that matters and if it y'all haven't seen
2: wyatt with a vandal well <laughs> mm-hmm. he completely just debunked sideshows video just complete trash video vandal, the vandal is not wyatt. overrated <laughs> Bah, bah. He's just, like, fucking <laughs> hitting heads on 50 FPS for what we could see.
3: <laughs> oh, here's, here oh, we go, here we go. I mean, look. We got a oh, little clip. Oh, Ta- a phantom. Oh, yeah. Sorry, a phantom difference. Right Tell out of the me. Video. Yeah. yeah. Also, you- in this round, I sprayed two guys through a viper's pit with my vandal and back. Sure, <laughs> so, sure, So, sure. immediately debunked. Hold we on. Got, we got four kills through
0: smoke in this final round. Oh, that was... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh four kills through smoke win. not not bad not Clean in wind yeah very clean win a very clean win we finished clean with a 13-0 win. over uh some other team as well i can't you remember know that's ko's new against.
1: ability actually is that he's gonna be he's just a big ac unit and he blows all the smoke away so you can walk through <laughs> and get sprayed
0: god that would be a great idea for a hero uh for an agent sorry yeah. it's um he it's it, you know how he's ko just a box fan Well, yeah, you know how KO is Killjoy's creation? Mm. Like, uh, Raze is super popular in Brazil, right? And so the new agent is just this little boy that's Raze's number one fan. But he takes it literally, and so he's the number one fan, and he just carries around a hand fan with him everywhere. Good thing,
3: I have to go. (laughs) Because if I could choose, I would also leave, but I have to really good timing honestly <laughs> i have to okay. go okay all right goodbye okay bye bye there we go good goodbye
0: get your award i'm going to dominate the middle of the table now okay we yeah, got I'll another we got another Chad's few things S. to be able to get through but we we are we are mostly through the end of the episode. There's a couple of important things, though, to take a look at. Uh, first one is Zelsis' punishment, handed down by Riot. So we we ranked version one pretty highly when it came to our world power rankings based on what they were able to achieve, you know, domestically and within um, and within Masters 2 uh, Berlin. Uh, sorry, Masters 2 Reykjavik. But the thing that none of us really realized while the tournament was going on is that Zelsis had made some offensive remarks to staff who were at the event. Uh, Those remarks have not been recorded or posted anywhere, but Riot specifically used the terminology of uh, players are not allowed to make discriminatory, but they also said sexist or racist. So, presumably falling under at least one of those categories, and if it wasn't both I'd be a little annoyed if I was Zelsis. I know that that is a an odd uh stance to take the the pro guy being a dick stance, but all I'm saying here is that the um the label of making racist remarks or sexist remarks, if it was a general statement is um is a a, a pretty big brush to tar people with. So, I'm going to assume that it was applicable in this status. Uh, or in this yeah, instance. I mean,
2: you, just, you just have to. Like, why would yeah. you
0: assume otherwise? Right, because otherwise, Zelsus would presumably come out and be uh,
2: Well, considering
1: he didn't it. come out and say, like,
3: yeah. they
1: were wrong, I don't, yeah. think, I don't think there's much to fight. Zelsus is like, yeah, I accept the punishment. Which pretty much implies that he probably did something relatively bad. Yeah, warrant it. So,
0: yeah, you know. But uh, yeah. What I mean is, but because riot specifically used that terminology, and Zelsis accepted it, I'm going to assume that it was both racist and sexist, right? Because that's the specific terminology that they used.
2: No, I, I don't think that's a good assumption. Why not? Because why does it need to be? They're just kind of clarifying what their rule is and saying, "Well, like, I don't." They what was the actual remarks in general?
1: What was the statement that they said did they specifically like, say like if
2: somebody says something racist, then they should be punished for it? Like no matter yeah. what. If they say something sexist, they should be punished for it. It just
0: it doesn't have to be both. But if you if you make a remark which is I mean, they they say didn't say anything about
1: sexism or racism. They just said categorically offensive. No, they do later down
0: the... They later yeah, down. In the sanction section, but that's just generally speaking about... I mean, they're like, just saying, they're just saying they generally speaking.
1: Yeah, if there's but, any comments made on the basis of gender or race, then well, but, on the direct uh, violation I mean, of I would assume
0: as well that offensive comments made uh, with people's sexuality are in direct violation of that, but they don't For mention sure. it. Do you not think that that's strange? Like, I think that the specific wording of this is... Okay, maybe I'm just reading into it massively, but there's, the, the way it's, in which I was looking w- at this was when you don't write the remark itself down, then people don't know how bad it was, right? And so the only thing you read into it with is the sanction. What was the length of the sanction? What was the specific wording that they used? And because they say offensive comments made on the basis of gender or race, my immediate assumption is that it was an offensive comment made on the basis of gender or race, or both that? Oh, i see that where you're wasn't? going from you now because I mean?
1: they don't mention anything else that would also be inherently discriminatory just those two uh,
2: things in yeah. particular I, I think you're just reading way too much into this, this but you might be reading too
1: much into it honestly Possibly. i i'm not sure i could see where you're coming from now that now i read the sanction though i can see where you're coming from
2: yeah I, I get it too but
0: because also what i'm where i'm coming from too is i i also understand that riot is sometimes overbearing with their sanctions and so even though I think it's very important to hold players to high standards, and I welcome punishments like this for players that do make offensive remarks, and I think it's a very good idea to crack down early on, I want to also be aware of things like if you do make a sexist remark and then they come out and say that making remarks on the basis of race is, is unacceptable, then that also implies that you made a racist remark too, which I think is a, a heavier brush with which to tar someone with, you know? If people later down the line are well, are like, well, I don't support Zelus because he's a racist, you know, that's like that that's uh Yeah. A, yeah. A, and another I think maybe thing. the
2: wording is specifically to not paint him with that brush. Yeah, uh, I yeah. see. Do you I know mean what also I mean? for me? I'm like just, I'm also
1: interested to know like what's weird to me too is now now we've had two separate instances where teams have Got in trouble because of comments to staff already in Valorant. <laughs> like yeah. that was Elsa and Also with the coach, one hundred thieves. Uh, like,
0: but also version one weren't involved, as far as I can tell, in any drama at Reykjavik. And so
1: I, I wonder if it was like it could be all sorts Earth. of things. It could have been like just a ca- it could have been a casual comment unrelated to the game. It could have been like something about getting in lobbies or like getting them to do yeah. something. Like there's there's all sorts of situations, but.
0: Either I hope way, the people like, learned from
1: we've this, We've had though. both these incidents so early in relation to staff relations. And also, I'm happy that Riot are willing to, like, immediately go to bat for admins and staff, too. Because sometimes, I think players and, in, in, in like, members of organizations are really quick, like, on competitive side, are really quick to be like, these admins are so stupid, and they're dumb, and they don't want to do the job, and just, like, lash out at them immediately. And they don't ever get any support. It's like being the retail worker of the eSports world. And, like, Mm. you're out there, like, you're working the counter and the register. Customers are coming in. It's like, well, maybe you have that product in the back. And it's like, no, we don't. And then this you're like, no, we have to follow the schedule. And the player's like, fuck you, you stupid idiot. You don't know what you're doing. And then, like, the the TOs are like, whoa, 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 guys. Let's all chill out here, you know? The customer, the player don't want to get too mad. But I'm happy that Riot is immediately being like, no, you're stupid. Fuck you, players. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, actually, here's the suspension. Because I think admins historically have received a lot of shit in eSports that is not necessarily their fault. Though also, I mean, sometimes they do fuck up. So, yeah, it's fair.
0: No, I, I, I appreciate it. I think that you've got to get ahead of players being um, uh, abusive. to, Or, like, you, you have to make sure that the players understand what is acceptable and what is not. And yes, and you have to, especially at the beginning, make that line very clear to people. The players are also the public face of what is acceptable in your game. If the players are um, cheating or match-fixing or being discriminatory or you know acting in unpleasant ways, it trickles down into the rest of your player base. And also the viewers watching just get that understanding that that behavior... Is acceptable, which is why you got to crack down on it super heavily. Otherwise, you don't have a game; you just have a f- cess pit. Um, yeah,
2: yeah, but- and, and I actually like that it's we don't know what it is because that's kind of telling us that it's not happening. Well, we don't see examples of it already, right? And when you see examples of it, and you don't see punishment, and you see punishment in various c- certain situations like that, also like you're saying trickles down to the rest of the community because people are talking about it constantly and people are talk- talking like certain people and whatnot so yeah i think this is this is good that they're going on it i would like a little bit more detail because like you're saying josh like who knows where the scale is right maybe this is a power tripping admin who got mad because Celsius was doing something i don't know irrelevant like we don't know any of that yeah. detail we have to trust riot on this and and, and i
0: I think you do trust Ryan on this because Zelsis and the rest of version 1 have just attempted to fight back against it in no possible way. They have just accepted Mm -hmm. the punishment and they have yeah, internally Zelsis presumably realizes that he fucked up in this instance. So Mm. yeah, it seems like it's very reasonable. Um, Moving on from this as well, there was some Singaporean match fixing going on too, which I believe was also um, on top of some other shit happening in the region recently too. Um, So I I don't understand how Riot came to the knowledge of this occurring, but this was within the domestic scene there'd been some match fixing going on I believe back in the Ignition series, wasn't it? This, um, this report was from. Um, yep. And it's just been uncovered at this point now. Um, there are many, many ways in which Riot could become aware of this. I think in this instance, one of the people involved leaked uh, evidence essentially to them. Uh, but this situation is quite interesting because some of the players on the team got reprimanded even though they didn't want to be involved because they just didn't um, disclose it to Riot or the tournament organizer they just kind of I don't know whether hid it is the right word but they didn't make it known that their teammates were match fixing even though they knew some of their teammates were match fixing Uh, so they received sentences albeit lower ones yeah,
1: I mean, it was all exposed by another player in the Singapore community called like Kellel, and they did it, they had like a Google Doc, yeah, that had the evidence within it. Right, right. Um, and so this is how it was all came out was that this player, uh, sort of dropped this this tweet long this this little Twitter this tweet, and it had the doc in it, and that's how it all came out.
0: Yeah, this is this is fucked. I mean, we all realize that match-fixing is going to happen in Valorant. It is an enormous problem in Counter-Strike. If you think that it's just going to magically disappear in Valorant for no good reason, it just won't. So, especially in smaller regions where they don't have the same level of um, salaries, they don't have the same level of opportunity. If they can make easy money by match-fixing, people will. So it's important to have a multi-pronged approach both in terms of cracking down on it and offering more opportunities to smaller regions in terms of giving them support to potentially give them salaries. If you give people salaries of any size they are dramatically much less likely to fix matches because they take their job more seriously. It's mu- it's almost always tier 2 or people with no opportunities that end up fixing matches. Um, but it, it just makes me, it just makes me itchy and anxious for IC reports, you know? Like mm-hmm. they're, they're the only people in the scene who are doing something more than following up on evidence when it's blatantly laid out in a Google Doc. Yeah. Riot doesn't have a big investigative arm that can go and deal with this shit, and the only people that can are currently embroiled with the FBI trying to solve stuff in a different game. It's a, it's a big problem that needs a lot of resources and at, mo- at the moment it doesn't have them.
2: Yeah. Um, there is lengths of bands as well for, for the people who are like directly involved. It's 36 months or, or three years. Um, uh, so that's a stark contrast to, you know, what I, I power got um, all the way back and they also varied the bands like you said. So I think that that can lead to us kind of understanding how they feel about match fixing and, and where they go with that. I think that there's a lot of people who see this and they're like scared to what could happen. If some of the players in an and stuff got banned for only 36 months, people were like, this is too short and blah, 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 blah. But um, to me, it fits like, yeah, it's, it's terrible, but three years is a
0: lot to be banned from that is a game. That's a long board. time. Yeah. That is a long time. So most people who are competing are either in their late teens, early twenties, three years at that point is a sizable portion of your life. And especially a sizable portion of short esports careers. It's that is it is pretty sizable. I don't think you need to go lifetime ban. I think lifetime bans are just they're too much. I think people can change. And also if three years later you're still (laughs) match fixing again, that's just insanity. I mean, surely during the three years you've done something else with your life and you don't need to Rely on match fixing to be able to generate some income. Plus, you have I think it depends bigger. on the severity of it, right?
1: Though, like if it's like a single match and like a tier two thing, and like you're like an 18 year old and you're trying to make some money, I can see like okay, three years, two, three years, something like that. Like, but if you're like, because personally, I do think age should have a factor in, it, in a sense, like, and also what stance in the community you hold. If you're like a tier, like I said, if you're like a tier two player that's 18 and you make like a bet like for a couple hundred or like a thousand or something like okay that's not like insane that's like you're trying to make some money but you still need it's still it violates competitive integrity but if you're like 23 24 you're on a tier one team and you're making bets you should know better you should 100 percent know better and the stakes are higher because you're competing at a higher level too and likely there's more money involved too at that point so in that point i would be like yeah sure lifetime ban right like it really depends on what stand I think there needs to be like a little bit of like r- a little bit of like leniency in terms of like where we view it, like what's the lens we're viewing it through, right? Like sixteen, eighteen year old kid, tier two team, tier three team, whatever, like okay, like they have time to reform. It's not there's not huge stakes involved. They're not a giant figure in the community. But big tier one pro on a tier one team that's older, like you should know better and the stakes are way higher. So then yeah. in my opinion, I think the a punishment that is longer or indefinite is far more worthy.
0: I think it's very rare that it happens at the tier one level, though. It's yeah. like almost, as far as I'm aware, it's almost unheard of that these matches at like a top top level uh, ended up getting fixed. It normally occurs at a, a lower level, so then you're kind of attacking a yeah. an epidemic at that level. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I think you're right, but there are examples in other esports, in like StarCraft, where it happens at the tier one level.
0: Sure. So- yeah
2: yeah um and obviously tier one level will probably have way will be stakes and and scales way 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 above anything um one more point i wanted to make is that like the 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 reason why the other teammates were banned is because the guy told them and then they obfuscated the fact that they were you know going well they weren't going along with it they were they were upset and then they broke up the team but they concealed the 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 fact that it was happening to their management and, and admins and whatnot um but, and some, some of them corroborated with the investigation and whatnot. Um, not always is the motive for match fixing very obvious, right? Yes, it could be money, obviously, but it could also be they, they are literally being threatened or blackmailed or some other shit could be going on that you just have no clue. And even investigations and bans or whatever don't tell you the full story always. In a lot of cases um from from what the Esic guys have been saying and some other people were involved in match fixing at the sport level in in you know soccer and tennis and whatnot like mobs are involved violent people are involved and i don't think that it's completely out of the question for stuff especially in the asian region that to be the case in esports as well so i just don't necessarily i caution people to judge at the fullest extent without necessarily thinking of what potentially could be going on behind the scenes as well
0: sure but even in those scenarios banning people from being able to play competitively is a good thing because then they don't have the opportunity to even do that so Mm -hmm. you can't you you can't get forced to match fix in matches you are not allowed to play in so there is that leverage then kind of becomes missing there is that Mm -hmm. the, the 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 organized crime element or the betting sites that are looking for candidates to fix those matches would have to look and turn their attention elsewhere, which at least solves some portion of that. And maybe you can dig in deeper with the players to try and tackle the root of the issue, which is, in some scenarios, either organized crime or or betting websites that themselves are incredibly morally corrupt. It's a horrible side of the game to dig into. Uh, Yeah, it's absolutely wild. Um, But yeah, if you thought that Valorant was going to be dodging match-fixing, you were sorely, sorely mistaken. It will 100% happen. Um, Another quick little thing here. Na'Vi are looking to enter the scene, reportedly. Um, Who was this that reported this one? Is it George Geddes again? It was
1: also George Giddes, yeah.
0: He's just got everything, hasn't he? He's got it all. He's got fucking everything. So, Na'Vi's a massive organization. I think, am I right in saying they're the biggest CIS organization? They certainly feel like it. VP, Sure, Pro massive as well.
2: The biggest, but I think they're they're up there with VP. And Gambit is slightly below them.
0: But Na'Vi are a big, well-respected organization looking, apparently, to make their entrance into Valorant by investing in CIS talent. I would, would love to see this. I absolutely welcome this. The CIS scene is really small. People in Russia and the rest of CIS, they fucking love Counter-Strike. I don't know whether, we're, I don't know whether Valorant is ever going to win over CIS more so, than C, more so than Counter-Strike. I just don't even know whether that is feasible. But at least it's at least they're investing some resources into that region and we've already seen with Gambit that there's crazy players there so I think this is really cool
2: yeah they're apparently picking um, Cloud from Crow Crowd which is the team that Durka came from or was it Magnum who came from yes no
0: from Crow uh, Durka came from Crow Crowd yeah
2: okay so that that guy Cloud uh, um, is going to spearhead the roster according to, to George Gads okay and his sources so who knows I, I also heard a rumor that they were looking into one of the the um the cis teams i forgot what their name was but it had like ssk7 on the team Oh, that's worse players, player.
0: worst worst players players yeah yeah
2: they were looking into maybe taking that core and mixing it in with some other pieces as well so i don't know i think this is really interesting and i hope that they can not pull a t1 <laughs> yeah
1: not, pull a t1. <laughs> yeah. not yeah. pull a t1 i mean at the end of the day more orgs is always better than less right and having more people especially i think in europe And that area to just bring up the overall level of investment is important currently because NA is like the golden goose. Mm -hmm. And so there needs to be just some ways to help that a bit, I think. I do love that they're splitting you, that Kurt is splitting you. Yeah, that was like splitting the two different camera boxes, (laughs) but it's uh, (laughs) overall pretty interesting. All things considered, I, I think, and no one, especially with CIS being relatively promising.
0: Yeah, it is it is also... The most interesting part about this, in my opinion, is that CIS gets cock-all viewership. I mean, tiny, tiny, tiny viewership. For the quality of the players, it has the lowest viewership of any proportionally any region. When you think about how good the CIS teams are and the players mm-hmm. are, there's a couple thousand people watching the games. It's tiny. So the fact that Na'Vi are even willing to invest indicates that they... To me, either they believe that that viewership is going to grow, which I don't think it will particularly, or they are looking to find a team that's good enough to get into EMEA challenge, EMEA finals, where the viewership is larger, it's within 100,000, 200,000, or they're looking to go and see if they can get to Berlin, where the viewership is 300,000, 700,000, a million if you're able to get to the finals or whatever. So, I think that if you are going to invest in the CIS region, you've got to make a god squad. You really have to in order to get any of your money back um, in terms of eyeballs on your content. So it puts the stakes pretty highly for Na'Vi. They've got to convert on this. This isn't some dribbly North American organization where they can just pick up some all right players and still get 100k people watching them. They, they have, these guys have got to make it to EMEA or bust if they want any kind of re, uh, return on investment. That's kind of cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's sick. I, I think Navia is an org that can do it. They have the infrastructure. They've proven that they can make Counter-Strike teams over multiple years, different rosters and whatnot. So they know what they're doing in Attack FPS, um, unlike some other orgs. So potentially they could do it. I think, I actually, I think their path... The making a CIS team is much smarter than them investing in in an EU a team that's going to compete in the EU circuit. I think that's much harder. Mm-hmm. Um, and CIS, yeah, there's definitely some top dogs at the top, like Gambit and, and uh, who is it? Uh, One Breath Gaming, who just beat them recently, like sure. and almost and, uh, Forza them out in the in the finals. Forza as recent. well, like. But I mean, four four teams out, of t- and two of them are going to go forward. Like, yeah, I think they can compete with that. If they give the right infrastructure to the team that they're, that they're feeling.
0: Yep. Okay. Exciting times. There's also a bunch of European roster changes that we'll get to next week because we've, you know, we're running late in terms of this show. Uh, there's some shuffles happening over in Brazil and Korea, which I'm sure we'll get to once some tournaments have been played as well. We're not going to try and bust out every single roster change in this episode. Um, but honestly, I'm just excited to see what happens now. I've been... I I'm wondering: Have we missed anything when it comes to the new agent? Have there been yes. any breaking? Oh, the they have
1: released the full Ooh. breakdown of the abilities.
0: Let's go. Okay, so um, that's I how we're gonna it, end this episode. Then let's just take I can a quick link it
1: look in the Valorant chat. Um, so for us, uh, but essentially they they went ahead and they dropped the full. And also, by the way, remember that uh 15 second timer you saw for KO, yeah. Josh? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. If he is killed while in ult, you can revive him.
0: I fucking knew it. Kurt knew it. We've seen it. It was Apex Legends. Yep. He's down on the floor, holding his shield, yep. wandering around with a self-revive. <laughs> All right.
1: You, you, his teammates can stabilize his core and revive him while he's an old.
0: Okay. All right. Let's, let's start. Before we get to the ultimate, though, let's start with the abilities. Um, have we got the... Oh, okay. Here we go. The breakdown from Valorant News from a Deserto article. Uh, ability one zero point. So this is the knife. Yes. So it's not a quick cast. You have to equip it and then throw it. It sticks to the first surface it hits, winds up, and suppresses any Anyone. one. So, so you don't actually have utility, to hit them directly. Any one, though. So in order to disable a cipher's trips, you have to hit the cipher wherever they're holding. Yes. That makes it difficult, honestly. Mm. Because they could be playing bloody anywhere. Like, unless you and have some information... You're you're peeking something you have to peek something, it doesn't bounce, right? So it's like Yeah, but it does have an AoE once it lands. You don't have to literally hit the agent.
1: Yeah, it's like a silver dart, but it suppresses if you're able to hit them. But also I imagine if you sit around cover, it won't hit them and stuff.
0: it didn't look like it was silver dart in terms of the range though. Silver dart is like what 30 meters. This this I think looked like it was only five, six, something like that meter radius. So that is very interesting. So, why does it say right-clicking the flashbang?
1: I think that's supposed to go under ability 2, maybe.
0: Okay. What are some good instances for using the knife? I'm thinking, like, you're pushing up Haven C. You think they're holding logs, so you throw the knife at logs... Yeah. Why would you want to peek with your knife out? Well, though?
1: also, I mean, you don't have to throw it... At, you could also throw it, like, behind crates, too, not just logs. Because th- theoretically, it would be able to clear that whole backside area in a way if you hit it, depending on which side of the box, which sure. side of the radiant crate you hit it. So, If it's got a big you, enough radius. Yeah, that's true. If it has a big enough radius. So we don't really know what the radius of it is. But if it could clear the whole backside, like, if you can throw it on the other side of the radiant crate, like, above the crate where people generally, like, an Astra would play with their star, like, ready-to-pop stars... You could hit the Astra, suppress them, and then be able to walk on the site a lot easier.
2: So, what do you, we think suppressing just means no abilities used? The, that's what it's been so it
1: confirmed. So. Suppressing means that you cannot use abilities while suppressed. suppressed. Yeah. That's pretty... So hu- I mean, I'm mean, i thinking
2: like trying to disable a jet dash before the execute happens. Yeah.
0: Ooh, using it defensively. I was, I was only thinking in my brain about KO on attack. Yeah, on defense, mm-hmm. that is pretty huge for shutting down utility coming into the site. But mm-hmm. yeah, and i also just still can't yeah. get
2: over the fact that you're gonna have to peek somebody. You have to have them in the line of sight because it doesn't bounce. So, but can you do lineups? No, can that you do lineups? Well,
1: I mean, there are some lineups, and you could throw it like maybe over like the top to hit the top of like corners of geom of like you know geometry and stuff, and like have it like I'm thinking like a Sova dart. Yeah. Where you oh, just can't bounce
0: it, dude. what's just come through my head is. You know, um, you know Lothar's tweet where he said set up lineups for the <laughs> Vipers lineups. You could maybe set up lineups for knife lineups so that they would hit co- common lineup spots.
1: Areas, yeah.
0: So then there's just also like,
1: you could th- you could throw it way up in the air and it comes down, right? So like you know, there's there's from an what
2: options. I saw in the in the video, it did not seem like it arced. It did not seem like it had a projectile. Yeah, I it mean just it was a projectile, like it but a it didn't seem line. it was just it was just hit scan type of.
0: The, yeah, but it's, it's tough difference. to tell, right? So okay. Well, anyway, flash. I I love that they've called it a flash drive, I, and then fragment. That are terrible. Yeah. All right. Equip a flash grenade. Fire to throw. The flash grenade explodes after a short fuse, blinding anyone in line of sight. So it's a little. I mean, that just sounds like they're trying to make it very similar, honestly, to a CS flash. Is what this seems like, except it doesn't bounce. It just because you can right click your flashbang it pops to in 1. the right click cooks it
1: yeah where it just it, it it flashes sooner so versus essentially it's like half the t- close to half the time it'll just like immediate pop flash type of thing
2: right I'll, I'll have to play with this because it's just a flash right like yeah I'm I'm assuming it all this does have projectile I mean we saw when he underhanded it it went out like that and that's when you guys thought it was like a curveball. Um, yeah i'm guessing it's like a flash i love that they split the time that it takes to cook because that was one of the issues is underhanding things like it it takes the same amount of time to pop so it's just like whatever um this is more of a pop flash when you use it for yourself but 1.6 seconds like i i don't know how this project i don't know how fast it's going and stuff like that so i just don't know it just seems cool i like cs flashes
0: i don't really like adding more flashes into the game i feel like there's so many flashes already in there I'd like to see more creativity in terms of initiators than just giving every single agent a flash. Like all of the recent agents have all had mm-hmm. flashes, haven't they? The Ko Yoru Sky Rainer. Yeah. What? I guess Killjoy Astra is the thing. only one that hasn't. Oh sure, mm-hmm. Astra as well. But every everything that's been a duelist or an initiator that they've released has had a flash. Mm-hmm. Right. I think. Yeah. yeah. I'd love for them to get a I, little, I, little more creative, I, like. Sover, but i guess this is still creative enough it has the the whole anti-utility
2: i think that having a lot of flashes in the game is fine if we continue to go big maps like breeze i'm fuck i'm fine with flashes but these small maps are impossible to deal with 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 seven flashes or something like that like the even just one person playing breach on some of these small maps is so frustrating to play against in some cases so having more is just like uh but on the larger maps, I'm fine with that. CS has ten flashes. Make it twenty on both sides.
0: You know. Yeah. So, yeah. um, ability three: a frag grenade. Fire to throw. The frag sticks to the floor and explodes multiple times, dealing near lethal damage at the center with each explosion. Explodes multiple times. Interesting. I, I wonder.
1: Well, I wonder then how many times will it explode? If it explodes multiple times. That seems really strong, right? Because, like, especially imagine comboing that with like an Astra Suck, where you, ca- you capture them there, and if it explodes like two to three times, you could essentially kill like two to three people.
0: <laughs> it seems like, like the same yeah. power as a raisnade, or same de- delay length as a raisnade, yeah, or something. Maybe. Because that, that has the initial explosion, and then each of the clusters explodes. So it's not just damage; it's also time that you're denying an area. Yeah. I guess that's the goal here as well: is that it's it takes time that you can't go into this. You can't just dodge one explosion and then push. There are multiple things, so it's area denial as well as, um, as well as just kill potential. I suppose
2: the radius looks smaller than than paint shells because paint shells spread and whatnot. Yes, um. yeah.
0: And but, it sticks; it doesn't bounce, so you can't mm-hmm. bounce it off walls or anything. You can't get it into as creative a position. Well, it sticks to the floor, so I assume it bounces off walls. Yes. Oh, okay, good, good point. I had assumed it would just stick to everything, but yeah, probably. Yeah.
2: That would be
1: interesting I, if it only sticks to the floor.
0: I
2: don't like near lethal damage with Nate. Like, I don't know. This feels.
0: I mean, to use your CS again. analogy, that there could be. 20 nades on either side as well.
2: Yeah, but those are, like, they have to be... Frag nades in CSGO specifically are really, really hard to get value out of. You, you are, use yeah. them to deny areas, really, but they, they... Unless you're throwing three, it's almost very unlikely that you're going to get a kill off of it, and then boom, it's gone. There's no... It's just that small instance you use it so that you're conditioning people and whatnot. In this game, with the fact that it insta-kills in some cases, if you throw it right, and it denies yeah. for multiple seconds in some cases... It's not exactly the same, which is fine. I like that it's different, but I just don't like near lethal damage. That that just hurts me. That hurts me.
0: Yeah. Okay, and then his ultimate ability, which I think is going to be the most... I think this is easily going to be the most uh, controversial of all of his abilities. The instantly overload with polarized radiant energy. Uh, law sentence? <laughs> Um, You instantly cause large energy pulses to emit from his location. Enemies hit with these pulses are suppressed for a short duration. That's interesting because it implies that you need line of sight. Right? You need to actually hit the energy pulses. You can dodge his ult. Which makes it a
1: lot less strong. Everything that he has
0: kind of requires LOS. Yeah. That's a big nerf to him. If you're thinking about like how you're actually going to be able to pull it off in a game, because you're always going to expose yourself to just getting domed while you're trying to pull one of these things off.
1: I mean, maybe that's why they gave him the flash, potentially, so the flash can set up... Like, the flash and the nades are able to set him up to get more LOS opportunities. That's what on, I'm thinking.
0: On top of that, what do you guys think about the uh, downed state of KO? If he's killed while while overloaded, he is downed, and you can you can run over and revive him. That is, I mean, people are gonna clown on that shit because it looks like uh, battle royale games, and people <laughs> from tactical FPS just have a boner for hating on that kind of shit. But it is a really interesting mechanic from battle royales. It's a really interesting because you you force other people to very predictable locations to try and help their teammates. So it's not like you can always get him back up. It's not the same as a Phoenix ult where he's just instantly back in the fight. You have to compromise your own positioning to try and resurrect him.
1: Yeah, that's the true. That's the other thing too. Um, if he can't like crawl or anything, if he's down and he's just like downed, then it changes the way. Like I was about to make the comparison to a Phoenix ult, but then I realized Phoenix ult, you always go back to a safe position afterwards. No one has to help you. But if you are the initiator and you're entering here with this and you get downed like somewhere bad on site and your team has to come rescue, there's no guarantee they can even get you up if you can't move, if you're just stuck there. Like cause then they require a lot more utility. Like you might need like a sage wall to just come res, right? To get that per- to get you up. Like you'll you'll need like something else to allow you to be able to get that. Like it just depends on where they go down, I guess, and to me, it almost means that like this ability is great for like you entry into the site, but you don't go too deep. Like you use it to take a site, but you can't go too deep and chase like you can't Phoenix, because if you go too deep and get caught, it's impossible to revive you. But if you just use it to take the site proper but not go too far, then even if you go down like somewhere right past the choke, then it's fine because like you can once you get onto the site proper, you can just revive them later. so
2: yeah. I think that it's necessary actually for this ult. Again, the line of sight thing makes it so that you have to expose himself. I'm thinking of a scenario where you, you are getting line of sight through Viper Wall or something like that. Not necessarily not necessarily the line of sight because it's broken by the Viper Wall, but the pulses go through it or something like that, where you're okay. kind of safe and you're pushing. But again, without being able to see it, I don't know. But again, without this revive thing, he's take, you have to take so much so much risks with this agent. Yeah, yeah. You, you do. just have to. I feel like this agent on paper right here, from what I'm reading and without seeing anything, is going to be useless.
1: I don't know, I could see like, you know, the more I read about this ultimate ability and the rest of it, I could see him, he's essentially the Berserker. And like, what you're <laughs> gonna do with them is that you play like a Sky or a Breach and you flash him in and he pops the ult. And then the whole point is that he gets on site and he might be able to kill someone, maybe, but who cares? The whole thing is he's ulting, flash him in, and he runs the fuck in just to suppress everyone, and then he gets shot and is down, mm-hmm. but yes. then everyone's suppressed, and then you yes. get in and, and clean up, and then yes. you revive him. I to me, that that's, what I see, that's what I see like him working as.
2: Yeah, I, I think that sounds great, but that's uh, surrounding an ultimate. And when I look at his abilities themselves, depending on the power of the nade, depending on the power of the nade, if that's strong, okay, maybe there's a case to be made, but all the other abilities... I can get a flash of Sky. That gives me info. I yeah. I don't need to peek to suppress shit.
0: His I'll bread and butter. It. His bread and butter. The thing that you're going to try and get value out of every single round is that ability one. It's zero. It's point. a gimmick because you can get you can get value out of uh, a. Aids and flashes from everybody else. And you can't mm-hmm. pick an agent just to play off their ultimate. You can farm ultorbs all fucking day long, but you still need some ability to win rounds with it, without the ultimate online. So he needs to be able to get value from this zero point, from the suppressive blade. Unless there's lineups that you can make for that shit, how on earth are you getting value consistently out of that on attack? How do you peek sure. people and get suppressive?
1: I, I think he, I think he has to be supported with like flashes or something, like something to allow him to get in. To but throw are you it. telling
0: me you're peeking with the blade instead of your gun? You you would have to be throwing the blades around corners to try and catch players who are playing in positions that are hidden from you. But then mm-hmm. you need info that they're there. So if I'm imagining like bind, I'm attacking on bind. Where do I throw my knife? Do I try and throw it into hookah in case there's a guy playing there to, to clear it? Okay, well, I'm still going to have to take... Well, then I can flash and try an entry. Sure, it's a little safer, but it's not better than using a raise. Do I try and get a knife into into hookah so they, the player in hookah can't use flash peeks on us? Uh, sorry, a knife into lamps so the player in lamps can't flash peak us or something? Or molly or something? Yeah, or like, can you do elaborate lineups to triple if you know there's someone playing there? It's so, it feels theoretically like a low-impact agent, which is kind of cool, actually, because I thought they might make this guy fucking busted. And they still might. There might be stuff that we're overlooking that makes him crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, what if he has 10 knives or some bullshit like that? just fucking throws them We don't know how
1: many knives he actually has or (laughs) like... It just depends on the mechanics, right? Of how it's going to work. And also the mechanics of how the tagging for it is going to work too. Because theoretically, even if there weren't great lineups, but like it was a way to, if it was somehow able to bypass LOS or something, then it'd still be really strong.
0: Oh yeah. right. I mean, if it had like a recon darts radius, that would still be crazy strong. You combine the flash and the the thing so that people can't shoot the knife and suddenly, yeah.
2: Wonder if it's, so it disables, like, Killjoy stuff in Cypher Trips if you hit Killjoy or Cypher. But what if you hit, like, a Brim or an Omen? Does it disable their smoke? Does it just, like, disappear? Ooh,
1: that would be interesting.
2: I feel like probably not. But yeah. without that, how do you actually do anything against a Brim or Omen? Like, their smoke's Wait, huge. also,
1: remember in the reveal trailer when he was entering on to Haven, I think it was on A-Site, and there were stars set up, and he threw the knife? Did it tag the Astra and allow them to get in?
0: Probably, yes. But then Astra isn't the same. Astra has to actually use her abilities to pop true, those stars. True.
1: It's not something that's currently active and out, right? Yeah, so. we,
0: don't, we don't really know yeah. whether... Like,
1: but, okay, well, the Astra was Astra like, was no, the Astra short. was back in sewers. Yeah, she was yeah. in short. So... Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly.
0: Yeah, this gameplay trailer is... Um...
1: It leaves a lot to the imagination in terms of, like, what the hell is how is it that is that's the real question right what how does the knife work how does this knife work and also it appears that also like the timer you're also going to be for the old you have the timer to get him back up he's not just infinitely able to get up whenever you can't just leave him as like some sort of like
0: How quickly can you revive revive. him as well, though? If it takes, like, a significant time to sit there and, like, then that makes his ult a lot weaker, too. If you can just run over and tap him and he's straight back into the fight, that's way stronger. A lot of that, like, how much time do you have to spend in an open environment... Helping your teammate that could also really affect things a cool agent. though. I'm excited to try it and I'm glad that they didn't just make something boring and broken This does require understanding of where your teammate, where your opponents are going to be positioned to get value out of the knife There's a timing element. There's a risk involved as well. I think that this is a good way of implementing anti-utility into the game because it will be hard to get value out of. If it was some boring shit, like you just stick that knife on the spike and nobody can molly you, that that would be awful. So I'm glad that they've implemented it at least in an interesting way, even if it isn't the most effective way.
2: i'm I'm just thinking of how and when are people going to implement them, and I'm thinking of the current you know meta in terms of picking initiators and right whatnot, breach has fallen completely out of the meta almost except for Korea and the reason for that is because the other initiators are better sova sky both of them are getting info for you this one is not it's not doing that whatsoever and the only real initiation is the nades and the flashes which you know could be really good but
0: yeah okay well still a lot of questions but it's something that i'm excited to see content creators kind of mess around with next uh well actually tomorrow will uh Mm -hmm. will be very interesting all right Thank you for joining us on this escapade through uh, a wild, wild episode. Was was there something else, Kurt?
2: Yeah, we got, a, we got a new member
0: from last week, and I wanted to shout him out. A new member? Uh, welcome mm-hmm. to member Parker Monk. Appreciate your support. Welcome to member. Thank you. I we appreciate member, everybody who is uh, still supporting the channel as well. Um, you know, we'll have plans to do live streams later on, but as for now, we're just continuing with this level of uh, stuff going on. Um, and perhaps we'll be doing more of the plat strat stuff that we posted this Monday too. But we will be back with uh, back chat next next Monday as well. So we'll be back to our more regular schedule moving forwards, and certainly when there's more matches coming up too. Uh, subscribe to the channel; you'll see all of the cool content that's coming out, not just the regular podcast, but our interview series and the strat kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, be follow to be sure to follow us on Twitter as well, so that you can tell when we're participating in stuff like the Boom TV tournament, where we placed third. Have we mentioned that yet? Did we mention that at any point? Yes, yes,
1: you have mentioned that. You
0: have mentioned mentioned that. All right, well, We're, we're all pumped. Ego's massive. See you in the next episode.